Uh, request spectacular number five, part two, home fucking stretch. Yeah, we there's just, only three of these left to do. We just gotta finish this one, and one more week. I got ten movies to watch for next week, and then Ooh. seven movies to watch for the fucking Oscars the week after, and then that's it. No more movies. One, two, three. You said like five or something. Maybe less now. Four, five. Yeah. But that's only if we can get Purgatorius. And also, I didn't take any notes for home because it was bad. I've seen Scooby-Doo, but I don't remember it. Uh, I've seen Cliffhanger, but I don't remember it. I've seen... That's it. <laughs> I watched Cliffhanger for the first time last oh. night. Did you enjoy John Lithgow? I loved British John Lithgow. Good guy. As opposed to, uh, like, sort of British John Lithgow, like the rest of his performances. <laughs> but this one was really British. Really British. So so good for him, but uh, those those uh, those Law and Order episodes are mounting up on the PVR. Right. Just I can hear them every night. Bound to happen. Every night I hear them calling my you name. You hear them screaming for you. I can hear the women getting raped in them. Watch us, Daddy. <laughs> I'm like, no, not until my responsibilities are done. <laughs> not until not until I'm done watching a goddamn movie with every free waking minute. Yep. But thanks to you people. Thank, what do you mean, you people? You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. But it's close. I can. I, there's there's a light. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I can I can see it. It's it's a pinpoint right now, mm-hmm. but it's it's growing ever bigger. It's it's dilating. It's <laughs> it's winking it's at just me. It, it, yeah, I can feel it. I I feel. I think. I think. Don't quote me on this, because I don't want this to be one of those things that ages badly. Okay. I think I'm not going to kill myself right now. <laughs> okay. That's good. It's good to hear. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I can, okay, I can have one more week of this fucking shit, and then, then the god, that goddamn... Fu- Why did I make a commitment to, to myself and to my god that I have to watch every Best Picture nominee? Well, it's kind of part of your job, isn't it? I guess. You can't go in blind. I don't want to go in blind. You have to know what happens in Belfast. I do have to know what happens in Belfast. Um, Adam, who will be co-commentating the Oscars with me live. I feel like you're co-commentating. No, he's helping. The host is not co-commentating. The... the the Twitch stream is is Adam Plays, A-D-U-M-P-L-A-Z-E, which is my Twitch channel, <laughs> and that's what we'll be live commentating the Oscars okay, on. Okay, <laughs> okay, fair, fair. But he, like, he, he looks at everything. He does not watch them all the way through if they're bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he, he told me, and, and, and I appreciated it, he watched the first 15 to 20 minutes of King Richard, and said, I believe out loud, I feel bad for Scott. Because <laughs> he's going to watch this whole yes, thing. Yes, he is. And I am. I'm going to watch. I'm going to be the first person <laughs> on earth yeah. to watch King Richard start to finish. Yep. That is including every single person who uh, put it forward for nomination. And that includes every single member of the Williams That's family. That's the entire Williams family. That's the entire Smith and Pinkett family. Cool. That's a cool family. Cool family. I whip my hair back and forth. I she whip does whip her back hair and back and forth. And, forth. and Jaden, no notes. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Slake, queen. <laughs> well, Jada, keep being secret Scientologists and cheating on each other. Yep. I, I like, honestly, both of those things for you. Me too. So, um... Will, yep. keep making bad movies because you're a bad actor and you've never made a good movie. Never made a good movie. Uh, keep making Oscar bait 
every year. Yeah. That once every six or seven years actually hits. Yeah, because your wife's a cunt. Because your wife's a cunt. Uh, yeah, keep... Uh, if, if Look, if I had my druthers, if we could keep... Uh, if we could get a little more collateral beauty and a little less King Richard, <laughs> I'm in. Just abs- absolute failures of Oscar bait. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are my, those are my favorites. Like every Steve Carell movie. Every Steve Carell Except movie. Except Foxcatcher, but... Yeah. Also, disappointing. That was just no foxes. Uh, but but the sluts of the animal kingdom. I think if there were foxes, they were going to be getting killed. So, yeah, which is fine because at the end of the day, they're just dumb dogs. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'll kill a fox. I'll, I'll, I was about to just loudly proclaim, "I'll kill Vivica a fox," but I'm not going to do that. Internet. So, so don't take that out of context. Don't kill her career. She's uh, at an all-time high. She's at an all-time high. She's riding off that cool cat fame. <laughs> her and Eric Estrada. <laughs> Scott, nowhere to go but up. What's would, up? Would you like to talk about 2004's The Calamari Wrestler? I'd love to talk about 2004's The Calamari Wrestler, uh, recommended by Ramiro. Noted furry wrestling artist. Nice. Yeah. Uh, IMGP. Nice try. <laughs> Super Japan Pro Wrestling. Like you thought you were going to get that past me. Super Japan Pro Wrestling. Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> a lot of nice tries. You think you're going to get that past me? I don't think so. No. I, I think oh, we, man. I'm 40. I think, I think we saw through it. I think we saw through the IMGP title for Super Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Eerily similar. Eerily similar. <laughs> to things in real life. But uh, the, the people and events in this movie do not... Uh, necessarily reflect the uh, any uh, actual persons or events living or dead. Yeah. Which is a disclaimer they did not have. <laughs> no, no, they did not. We got our boy uh, Akira Nogami, or all caps Akira, depending on you know, what stage mm-hmm. of his career we're at. Yeah. This stage would be all caps Akira. All caps Akira. He's really good. Yeah. He's an underrated wrestler. He yeah. never got... I mean, he got some play with, um, with like, Liger for the junior title in the early 90s then I don't really know what he did for the mid 90s then sort of had the comeback as all caps secure late 90s into the 2000s had a really good match with Kanemoto in 2003 I know Hmm. Um, so check it out if I was to hazard a date uh, let's go with March 23rd 2003 and if I'm right on that I am going to give myself the largest pat on the back and buy myself a birthday cake a goddamn birthday cake autism you you talk for a sec while I find this and and you'll know when I found it by how loud I am (laughs) stop singing the autism song I'm doing it as Moon River, I think. <laughs> Although I don't know that I've actually heard Moon River. <laughs> um, Goddamn. Akira has wrestled uh, uh, a lot more recently than me. <laughs> I bet but he has. Actually, not uh, as far as this recording goes. Okay. As far oh! as this recording goes, I've had one. You, you, you've had one more recent match than him? Uh, he... Did a bunch of Wrestle 1. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he did some... Oh, be- yeah, he did do Wrestle yeah, 1. he did some Best of the Super Juniors. And he did a bunch of New Japan in 2010. Okay. nine. Have you wrestled since 2009? Nope. Okay. I've never wrestled before. I'm untrained. I'm a yard tard. <laughs> um, Those are all true. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, Koji Kanemoto... 
retained the IWGP, not the IMGP, junior heavyweight title over all caps Akira in 17 minutes and 52 seconds at the uh, Memorial Park Gymnasium in Amagasaki, Hyogo, Japan. At uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Hyper Battle 2003, day 14, on March 23rd, 2003. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I've, just I've just earned a birthday cake. <laughs> God. All to myself. Shall I eat in the car on the drive home from here? Good. Good. I hope you enjoy it. I would choke on it. <laughs> uh, so, as you were saying, all caps Akira. He's good. He's, he's a good, good wrestler. Yeah, he's good. And and not a bad actor. He did all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so the words, Taguchi, world champion. <laughs> not something I ever want to hear again. Uh, that, is a, that is a joke for the New Japan fans oh, in the crowd. Although this is a much better Taguchi. This is a much better Taguchi. This, uh, less I'm... ass work. <laughs> and less focus on 69. Yeah. <laughs> it is my life's goal to become the 69th junior heavyweight tag team champions. Yes. And you know what? He got it and good for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. But then he wants to be the 69th junior champion. Are they not at 69 for junior? I don't yeah. fucking care. Or was he the 69th? I hate to go. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. And then, the, yeah, then they just got 69th junior tag. Yeah. Him and Watto? Watto. Good stuff. Master Watto. A Japanese guy with a Chinese kung fu gimmick well, in 2022. Well, you know. Can't win them all. Also, it's Japan where they don't believe in medicine or vaccines <laughs> or... And they believe in ghosts. Yes. All true things. Uh, so, yeah. This starts off with, like, the big the big match. Yeah. The big uh, IMGP heavyweight title match mm-hmm. where uh, uh, Taguchi uh, finally overcomes his demons mm-hmm. <laughs> and wins the world title. Yeah, with his... I, I don't like whatever they call this move. It's 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 not what uh, they... They called it like a... It was like a double negative. It was like a... They called it like reverse inverted full re- Nelson. Yeah, it was reverse yeah. inverted full Nelson. But it was like a prison lock with the legs and then just like double... D- a butterfly. Yeah, butterfly submission. Uh, yeah, double yeah. underhook. Uh, wins title. Uh, but then... Shocker! Is ambushed by a goddamned squid. Goddamned to squid. Uh, yeah, so uh, a man in a squid suit comes out. <laughs> it's not a bad suit. It's okay. Like, it's not bad. I can't believe that. I can't imagine that it was very comfortable to be in. I bet it was not. Uh, it seemed I very bet it was hot. neither comfortable nor easy to wrestle in. Probably not. But I like the. Because it's like a big, sort of plasticky, foamy looking yeah, uh, squid it's like, suit. It's probably like some kind of foam rubber yeah, type um, sitch. With obviously a bunch of tentacles and, and then just human legs, and, and then yeah, human legs, but the the legs are in tights that match the tentacles, yeah. and then wrestling boots. Yeah, of course. it's great. Well, he's a wrestling. He's, he's a, a wrestling, wrestling squid. He's a wrestling calamari. Of course, he's gonna he have wrestling boots on. And they have an impromptu fight. Uh, squid kicks his ass because, to quote the commentator, joint locks don't work on an invertebrate. That's true. <laughs> That's one hundred percent true. And Squid kicks his ass and embarrasses him right after he wins the title. Yep. Uh, then after the, the the next note I made was, uh, so then the squid wants to, uh, train to be the champion. Yeah. And he but also, yeah, but it's also not the only thing he wants. He wants to fuck. Yes. He wants to fuck so He wants two bad. things. He wants to wrestle for the title and to fuck. 
One of two things I can appreciate. <laughs> yes, I also can appreciate one of two things. Uh, yeah, so he starts like having weird fever dreams about a woman. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of focus on her legs. Yes. <laughs> well, squids are leg guys. Ah, they're leg men. Yeah, yeah, I see. I mean, they got ten. That's true. Yeah, but then don't but don't you think you'd want to focus on something you don't have? Not if you have a large ego. Yeah. And he does have a very large He ego. does. He did just beat up the world champion. He, yeah, he just kicked the world champion's ass. He absolutely did. Uh, man, my notes for this are, like, all over the place. <laughs> um, I don't... The, the next... Yeah, so there's, like, a training montage... They're, well, they they start dropping references because like they're like, who's this fucking squid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they start dropping references of Taguchi's sort of mentor and like earlier world champion who uh, f- kind of fell out of the public eye three years ago when he yeah. got a terminal disease, I believe. Yeah, uh, and we see that that is Osamu Nishimura, Nishimura, another incredibly underrated wrestler. Yep, who's awesome. Like honestly, one of the most what uh, what's the adjective I would use for Nishimura? One of the most fluid yeah. wrestlers. <laughs> One of the most gender fluid wrestlers the, ever. Like he's got like a drippy penis. <laughs> yeah, he's got the drip. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Osamu drip drip. Ah, yeah. But yeah, like smoothness. Uh, yeah, smoothness <laughs> and fluidness. He's, he's a smooth boy. He is both those things. Yeah, he's he's great though. Like yeah. he's like. Early 2000, like right when this movie was made, actually, like is early 2000 New Japan stuff is great. Um, so yeah, then they start. It's not really a secret for that long. They start kind of dropping references that, like, wait, is this Squid Nishimura? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because that's a thing. That's a legitimate possibility in uh, in this reality. Japan. It is no Japan. Rules in Japan. There's magic. There's ghosts. Don't tell old ladies that. No, they're terrified. Them. Terrified him. <laughs> um, yeah. So w- once that was on the table, I'm like, "Ooh, give me, give me some TF." They really no. don't. No, they're, unfortunately, there's not really. There, uh, there's TF's off the table. There's implied TF, but you don't see yeah. anything. You see, you see a guy. You see a squid. There, there's no, there's no in between, which is what I'm here for. Yeah. Sadly, uh, I was shocked that they dropped a. Uh, Ricky Dozan stabbing reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was great. I'm like, yeah. oh, they just said how he actually died. Yep. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, Ricky Dozan is like the father of uh, of Japanese wrestling. And if, if you've seen this movie, what they say is largely largely true. Like he came to prominence in the 50s, right after post war, and fought all the evil foreigners and won. And was definitely Japanese. It was definitely Japanese and not a secret Korean. Let's keep. Let's be very clear about that. <laughs> and yeah, it was like a, a giant national. Hero and he, and he had matches that uh, that drew like an eighty rating on television, and that means that eighty percent of every television that was on in the nation was watching him. Yeah, and like things now get you know zero point one, not eighty. <laughs> so yeah, he was a, it, like it's hard to imagine. What a big deal he was. Like, he's... Ricky Dozen in Japan is bigger than any wrestler has ever been in the United States. Yeah. Like, bigger than Steve Austin, bigger than Hulk Hogan, bigger than The Rock, bigger yep. than anything. Yep. And definitely Japanese. And definitely Japanese. And definitely not uh, stabbed to death by the Yakuza with a pea knife. Yeah. 
A knife's a knife, Scott. Especially, it's, not, it's not about the size. It's about how much. It's about how big your cum. It's about are. how much urine is on. It's about how big your cums are. Well, isn't that the rule? <laughs> it doesn't matter how big I, it is, as long as you're making big cums. I I suppose. Well, that again. That's why I go back to part one mm. and mouse and rat balls. Giant balls, small dick. Because you're just making big. big giant balls, regular oh, dick, gotcha, not gotcha. small dick. So maybe gotcha. small compared to the balls, but regular for your body size. Gotcha. And just some of the biggest, very confused. Some of the biggest comes you've ever seen. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot, so that's uh, not a big statement for me. Yeah. Uh, where do we get from there? Oh, the, yeah, the weird line you have to walk in wrestling movies between work and shoot. Hmm. Because, like... It, like it's how how are you going to approach your wrestling movie? Are you approaching because there are some wrestling movies where all the fights are real? Yes, and there then there's wrestling movies where it's acknowledged that all wrestling is scripted. So then how then what's the what's the conflict if it's a predetermined fight? Right. Yeah. Then obviously different movies handle it different ways. So this one handled it with wrestling is scripted, but the squid wants to fight for real. Basically, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is none like, of this is real yeah, except, except for the this. squid. <laughs> So I like that. Yeah, then then you sort of get training montage stuff with yeah. both of them. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, and the and they're very they're hesitant to at first book the match because they're like we can't have a squid fight. This is this is nonsense. Yeah, it'll bring shame. It'll bring <laughs> dishonor. It'll be great to shame. <laughs> but then like like the squid's like hometown all gets behind them mm-hmm. and they're like let Squiddy fight. <laughs> what? How do they know where he's from? Our Squiddy. Um. I don't know. Oh, he did go to Pakistan. He trained in Pakistan. I think they mentioned that, but he's not from Pakistan. Mm. He went to some mo- monastery. Maybe, I think yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Was the TF in Pakistan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, during the uh, oh, montages of training, they were like interspliced sort of with like clips of interviews with people about fights. Yeah. Uh, about the match coming up. And then oh, poor Takiyama. Yoshihiro Takayama, a mobile yeah. Yoshihiro. Has, has half of his face just never worked? He's kind or is of, it because of Don Fry? No, I think it was before. He's always had like a real uh, a real Goonies ogre face. Mm. Sloth. It's like, sloth. Ogre was, oh. <laughs> Ogre's our boy from uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like... Yeah. No, he's a real sloth. It's like one of his eyes doesn't really work properly. Yeah. And, like and he's, he's got like sort of Bell's palsy mouth. Yeah. And he's, he, all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been a mess, though. He's a Bell's boy. <laughs> yeah, but he's in as himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the just only, doing an interview. The only wrestler who played himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, just doing an interview about who would win between the Calamari wrestler and Taguchi. Yeah, so fun to see him not paralyzed. Yep. Uh, that was cool. Um, I, oh, I actually uh, kind of dug the uh, like the sort of color palette they used for the whole thing and, and filming style. It was kind of interesting, like the, the sort of like muted colors. Yep. For everything. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I like I I liked how it looked for obviously not a high budget movie. Yeah, I think it it was uh, it could have been much worse like production value-wise and also yeah. just like style-wise. It was definitely better than I thought it would be. Yeah. One um, one note I made that I'm I I I know what it's about, but uh yeah. I just wrote oh Japan, you can't help yourself, can you? With the uh, must have been something. Uh, sex scene or like the oh, groping yeah. scene or yep. whatever. Like, of course, you're going to have a guy with tentacles and he's not going to fuck. Hey, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, so it comes out that um, that the squid 
did used to be this guy's mentor. Also, this guy's girlfriend used to fuck that mentor. Mm. And he basically, like... Like he's and he starts getting all insecure. Like, who's the better fuck, me or the squid? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's got eight tentacles, but I only got one dick. So who's better? <laughs> yeah. So, so oh yeah, I, I'm not really sure what the context. I I, I wrote uh, all caps squiddy fucks. In the, That's probably it. <laughs> so it was probably that for sure. Um, I also believe at one point uh, Nishimura when he's. Not a squid, not a calamari. Yeah, I believe he refuses to get shots or something, or like he refuses to get. Yeah, because like medical attack. Like, but he says because he very... still has the terminal disease when he's a yeah. guy. Yeah, I so think is I, the deal. I just wrote Nishmur anti-vaxer. He is an anti-vaxer. Absolutely, anti-vaxer. yeah, and. Yeah, because he because because the girl goes back with yep. the squid, yep. and because he gives into his carnal desires, yep. he, he he reverts he's a man again to human with a terminal disease, a terminal and disease. then won't get the shots for it. Yeah, but then he goes through a grueling uh, monastery yep. bell ringing bell ring ceremony, ceremony where they cl- they clong his noggin, where whatever. they clong his noggin uh, a, a strange number of day, like two hundred and something times. Yeah, like one for each. I don't know, ghost. Each day left he has to live. This is something like that. And then back to Squid. And then, um, but then Squiddy's trainer goes to Akira. Yeah. And he's like, this, guy, this guy's going to kick your ass. He's going to you, fuck you up. <laughs> we uh, we got to do something about this. So then, then Akira trains with Squiddy's ex-trainer. And then we come. Then we come to the fight. Right, I'm not missing yep, anything no. big. Uh, Squiddy's out first as a challenger, and then here comes Akira. But uh oh, he's an octopus now. I wrote, oh shit, Taguchi got octopusied. <laughs> I wrote, uh, oh snap, fighting fire with fire. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. So then we have uh, a new great New Japan wrestlers Akira and Osama Nishimura. Uh, wrestling in giant cephalopod suits. <laughs> what a time to be alive! I, I at this point, I kind of just wrote like, so like, I, I like calamari is now the face, kind of, yeah. But like, how like how is Taguchi not the face? He's not. It it turned into double face. But they kind of they kind of portray him as the villain. He he yeah he kind of shifted heel a bit. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, yeah, they have a big, uh, a big leggy fight with a whole lot of tentacles. Yeah. The only thing that looked good was the giant swing. The giant swing was fun. Everything yeah. else was a lot of arms. Just a lot of arms smacking each other. Yeah, and uh, and Squiddy wins the title. Squiddy wins the title, and then does champ. then does Rocky Adrian with the girl, yep. <laughs> literally. Yep. <laughs> and then now he's the champ, and uh, and everyone's coming for him. And and they show a bunch of like ma- magazine covers, but clearly don't have the rights. rights to magazines because one of them was Nationalist Geographics, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I was a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they changed what the title is because it it sort of stopped being the IMGP heavyweight title and was then for the next match was introduced as the world's first interspecies animal championship match. I'm like, wasn't that our idea? Yeah. Did they steal this from the past? They they, they came forward. Yeah. They took our idea. They went back. Fucking bullshit. Fuck them. 
I got. I, I kind of got mad at that. Dumb question. Yeah. Squids and octopuses. They're not like just close enough to be interspecies. Like, if we're talking interspecies, we're talking like squid and like orangutan. Or- I, I, I don't thinking, want an octopus and a squid. That's like I, I the was gonna same say, thing. I was going to say, they, they, though it's interspecies, it's a very specific set of species. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to do interspecies title, it needs to be two vastly different things. Yeah. And it, and we, we get three in this movie. Yeah. And they're all pretty close. Yeah, they're squid, all within... octopus, and I don't know. They call it a squilla. I don't know what a squilla is. It looks like a crayfish I just type wrote, thing. Now there's a shrimp. Yeah, it's it's shrimpy, it's lobstery, it's I, you know, I mean I could have looked up what a squilla is. I, a squilla? I believe that's black slang for money. Uh oh, a squilla is a, it's a gina oh, it's a mantis shrimp. Ah. See, there I was right. There's a shrimp. You did it. Uh yeah, and that's all you get. Shrimp. I'm like, how come it all gotta be fish shrimp? Sounds like Sounds shrimp. Sounds like shrimp. Oh, shrimp for lunch. <laughs> so yeah, you uh yeah, I don't know why it was confined to a very specific sect of undersea life where uh, where there's opportunity for mammals. Because uh, Japan likes things slimy and rapey. That's very true. Yeah. And I think you've answered my question. Uh-huh. Uh, I was still mad at the interspecies title thing. Uh, oh, I, I like that... Uh, Maybe it's what he beat the octopus with, but I think it was something off the top rope. I'm like, oh, yeah, noted high flyer Osamu Nishimura. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a movie. I know, it's a movie. You got to do something it's spectacular. It's a movie. So anyway. Got to uh, do the Ram Jam. Squiddy's the champ now, but everyone's coming for him. And then he just gets fucking cold cocked on the street yep. by a goddamn mantis shrimp with a boxing glove. Yep. <laughs> yeah. One glove. Yeah. I like that. And then that sets up the next match. And uh, and Super Japan Pro Wrestling is is just a fucking circus now. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, they, they kind of build to the big fight with them. I, I guess there's some more training. Yeah, there's just more training stuff. I guess yeah. uh, Akira stopped being an octopus because yeah, stopped being an octopus, and then he went to Nishimura and was like, "Yo, we need to like." Fucking stop this shrimp motherfucker. Yeah, this guy's a dick. This guy's a dick. We need to stop him. I'm not... Like, I want the title back, but I can't let you lose it to him. Yeah, I want to beat you for the title, yeah. not this dickhead mantis shrimp. Yeah. A squilla. A squilla. Never, yeah, never heard squilla, but I do, know, I do know mantis shrimp. They're... Not this one, but there's that crazy, like, rainbow-looking mantis shrimp. Yeah. You know? Yeah, those are, those are wild. Um... Might be the cover picture for this because I think they're really cool looking. <laughs> uh, are they like trains? I like trains. Are they like planes? Planes are okay. Hmm. I see. I know. I understand you. <laughs> I understand you a lot better. Um, the last a couple notes I have is uh, there was way more costume wrestling than I thought there would be. There was a fair bit. I definitely thought there'd be a little, but there was like a solid amount two major well, two major scenes of costume on costume and yeah. one other scene of man on costume yeah. uh and then i said i put uh once he's in human form uh nishimura versus the squilla was uh pretty good yes like, i was gonna say actually when, really once you good. get all the the legs out of the way yeah. things get a lot easier yeah because uh I, what was the reasoning for nishimura reverting that time he um, got his oh, fear yeah fear fear yeah 
And so, yeah, then he was just a regular old terminally ill <laughs> Osamu Nishimura. Uh, but then he, yeah, he hulked up and uh, r- ripped all the shrimp's arms off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, and that's what the high flying was. Yeah, he, he, fin- he finished with, like, some sort of, like, um, um, meteor kick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I'm like, I don't know if Nishimura has gone to the top rope in 20 years. Probably not. Probably not. But, yeah, then... Uh, he won, and then there the trainer, who at times had trained both of them, yeah. uh, who had kind of been out of the picture for a bit, yep. uh, comes back. Oh, no, no, doesn't come back. The the, the fucking uh, the mantis shrimp reverts into their trainer, mm-hmm. and that which is why we hadn't seen him in a while. Yep. and it's the fucking Ricky Dozan. And <laughs> literally, my, my last two notes, spoilers, are Jesus Christ, it's Ricky Dozan. Jesus Christ, he's their dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I just wrote Luke. I am your father. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the old the old guy trainer, uh, yeah, appears from what was the shrimp, and they're like, "Wait a minute, the trainer is fucking Ricky Dozen." Yeah. <laughs> and God damn it. And he's like, and then he he and the sons have a tense uh, stare down. Yeah. They all slap each other in Oki yep. style. Yeah. Good stuff. Fighting spirit. Fighting spirit. And then he's like, I'm both of your real fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I, fu- I fucked your mom. I fucked your mom. Yeah. Now you two are brothers. Let's go fuck their mom. They, uh, yeah, they all do a big uh, group hug. Uh, Nishimura goes off with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do they have a squid baby? Is that what yeah. the thing was? That they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a squid baby. Uh, Nishimura stopped being terminally ill. And uh, Akira uh, can go fuck himself, yeah. I guess. Fuck he him. does not get... You were the hero at the beginning, the hero from the beginning of the movie the gets fucking loser. nothing. No title, no bitch. <laughs> a total fucking loser. Yeah. Sad. Hashtag sad. Tweet. Which, of course, takes us to the Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom... Of 1974 from Nick S. And uh, we, we did this incorrectly because uh, I was told in no uncertain terms by one Nicholas S. That we were to do this and Little Shop as companion pieces on the same show. To which I say, tough shits. Here's this one. Oh, I thought you were going to say, oops. <laughs> what are you going to do? But anyway, like, no, I get it. Like, two, uh, like, wacky musicals yep. from uh, Days of Yore. From Days of Yore. Days of your is that a song? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a song. No. Okay. Well, um, so I'll I'll start by saying I had just watched this not that long before. Yeah, we it decided was to do this sitting on your table because you were on a De Palma kick. Uh, I mean, yes, I uh, I will I will say that I uh, I love his films. Is it as good as Blowout? No. Uh, Absolutely. Follow up question is. Anything, is anything as good as Blowout? Blowout? No. No. Blowout is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my, in my entire life. Yeah. It is so fucking good. If you have not seen, was it 1980? 80? 70. 80. 81. Oh, so if you've not seen 1981's Blowout starring noted homosexual John Travolta, <laughs> uh, it fucking, it rules. It's, it's unbelievable. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's I, peak De Palma. Like, De Palma is actually one of my favorite directors, even though he hasn't really directed, like, anything good since, oh, I don't know, 1992? I was gonna say the early 90s. Um, but, it, yeah, like, he's... Is the documentary good? Is De Palma good? De Palma's good. Yeah, okay. That's not 
directed by M. Scott. Um, I know. I was just like, is it worth seeing the documentary yes. about him? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, he did Sisters. Then he did this. He did then Sisterhood he did of the Traveling Pants. Then he did Carrie. Then he did Dress to Kill. Then he did Blow. Then he did Scarface. Then he did Body Double. Then he did The Untouchables. Then he did Casualties of War. Uh, he did Raising Cain. He did Carlito's Way. The First Mission Impossible. Mm. Uh, Snake Eyes, Nicolas Cage. I like Snake Eyes. Mission to Mars. I re... Yeah. Is that the one I like? Yep, that's a good one. Tim Robbins? That's a good one, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I really like that uh, one. Then he did The Black Dahlia, which is fine. And then after that, he did some stuff. He did bullshit. Uh, he has a couple in production. Really? Uh, yeah, but I, who knows if they're But any who cares? Who knows if they're any good, because they're yeah. like in production. He's got uh, three uh, with no release date, and they're just in pre-production. Uh, He's cooking them up. He's a cooking of something up. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so I had just somewhat recently watched this. Good timing. Um, I wish I had just recently watched some of the movies that were recommended. Oh, that's why you need so to watch I more things. Didn't have to do less what I'm law doing and order now. and more random ass I haven't movies. watched any law and order. <laughs> I'm just saying like in your regular life. I've watched a lot <laughs> of law and order. Um so I, yeah, I I genuinely hate most forms of musicals and rock opera type things. Yeah. Uh I I I really really don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's super overrated. None of the like the None of the music in it, none of the acting, like nothing's good in it. It's terrible. I'm telling you, wheelchair Tim Curry, you think good. it's bad. Um, I think one of the things I really don't like is in movies, characters singing at camera. Yeah. I don't know why, but I find it like really cringy. I got you. Like That's really, fair. really uncomfortable. But I love Brian De Palma. Yep. So I overlooked it. That's fair. And, like, and I'm glad that I overlooked it. Like as far as musicals rock operas whatever like it's it is actually watchable mm-hmm. like much like little little shop had some good stuff songs in it mm-hmm. this one like the songs are fine like the singing is fine but like everything that happens in it is like nuts so, yeah I, I like the movie more than the songs yeah, in this yeah, yeah. so like I, i'm glad that i watched it uh and uh now i get to talk about it i guess i don't know exciting uh so <laughs> Strong start where they're talking about the uh, the the producer and Paul Williams, maybe. Oh, no, because we don't see him for a bit, so no. someone else is talking about um, The last uh, woman they made a star, but then she's off doing her own thing, and uh, she wants to go do concerts for starving gook orphans. I'm like, wow. <laughs> 1974. 1974. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, the first note that I made was the Juicy Fruits. Singing greasers. Yep. Love it. <laughs> And I love that those guys were every oh, band that, in the movie. That running gag is that very was funny. sick. They were the Juicy Fruits. They were the Undead, uh, and they were whatever the Beach Boys knockoff was. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Fuck, I should have wrote them down. I forgot to. Yeah, but yeah. So like, essentially, it's sort of like a a record producer who's looking for like new talent. Yeah, but, like he and wants. He's, he's built some giant new. Recording studio slash, slash like performing like theater theater yeah uh, called the paradise yeah um, and he's looking for like weird new things like he doesn't want just like the regular he, he wants, wants cool shit he wants cool weird things yeah uh, so yeah he's got like these guys who are like singing greasers and that sort of his thing and then just like 
a guy, like a songwriter. The guy who wrote all the music. Oh, he wrote all the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote all the songs for them, and he's just sort of like, after they're done performing, just kind of playing the piano and singing, yeah. which is like pretty decent singing. Yeah, like, it's, good. it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so this producer guy. They're is, like, this guy's music is great. They're like, yeah, this is good. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, do it like use him like he's yeah. he's ugly he's got a hot he, girl he's doofy looking <laughs> um so he sends like his sort of lackey to go like buy the songs like, can we talk about the body shape on the lackey? his lackey yeah because the first couple times he's like sitting down and he's only sort of shot from chest shoulders up yeah. and he's like you can see he's, he's like stocky, a, he's like but... a big stocky guy but when he stands yeah, up yeah, yeah. he is so much bigger than you would have guessed like he's full grimace He's grimace. He's 100%. an absolute grimace. Yeah. Like the and it's like, not like rules. No, it's like a he, giant. He's a triangle. Or yeah, a triangle. Yeah, yeah. Teardrop is good actually. Yeah. Teardrop is pretty accurate. Where like it, that thing where it's not like an overhanging gunt per se. Yeah. But somehow you're like your stomach fat just like extends all the way to your thighs. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the bottom of his teardrop slash triangle is almost his knees. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a he's a fascinating man. He's a very bizarre looking human yeah, being. I, I loved everything about him. Um, can we agree that uh, Winslow looks a lot like Alice and Janney? He kind of does. Like a lot. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, I said he is an Alice and Janney type. I was like, what is that? Just like a very young Alice and Janney. Is that Oscar winner play, Alice and Janney playing a man? Did Alice and Janney win an Oscar? Yep. I Tonya. Yep. Cool. Yep. For that stupid bird on her shoulder. That stupid um, bird on her shoulder. Uh, so yeah, they he, but then he like obviously has anger problems because he like the guy is like you know oh like uh, I mean he like it is fu- he does just keep getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also, but he is he is real mad. Yeah. So like the guy the he's the, real mad, the, Mikey. The record producer's is that, name is that, is, is that a good uh, Mad Mikey? Two thousand. Yeah, everyone's gonna get that. Four TNA. Reference? Everyone's gonna get that. Yeah. Um, the record producer's name is Swan. Yes. Not Zwan. Swan. And he wants yeah. So he wants the song. Swan is played want. by Paul Williams, Paul who Williams. is a weird little midget. Yeah. He's. he's I, love, I I I don't know why. I don't know if. I don't know if I particularly care for his acting or his music, but I always get excited when he shows up in something, <laughs> just because he's interesting looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he wants the songs, but he doesn't want Winslow to sing them. Yeah. So what he kind of does is he's like, well, okay, he gets the lackey guy, like, you give us the songs now, and then you show up at the build- at his building yeah. on Monday morning, and we'll give you, like, you know, a meeting, and you can, like, and he goes, yeah. okay, 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 yeah, yeah, like, I'll, 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 I'll agree to that. So he gives him the songs. Then he shows up to get to get like the his like meeting, and uh, they're like, "Well, I don't know." Like, I've never seen this man before. Get him the fuck out of here! here. (laughs) And then uh, they beat him up, or they try to beat him up, and they do the like the fucking Benny Hill like, like like running through the revolving door, and then they chase him out in the street, and like. But what they end up doing to him is very funny. Yeah, they kick his ass. Put him in a dress and makeup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, call him a fag a lot of oh, times. Oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. The cops show up, call him a fag call a lot fag. of times, yeah. then plant heroin on yep. him and get him sent to jail for dealing smack. For dealing smack. <laughs> um, wow. Can we uh, also acknowledge the fact that he went, the prison that he went to was Sing Sing. 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 
Yeah. That's pretty cute. That was nice. Uh, I also, that a lot. Uh, I learned that apparently Swan is legit Phil Spector. Oh, that makes sense. Like, legitimately was based That's on who Phil it's, Spector. Yeah, that yeah. makes total sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he gets sent to prison, and, like, he's... And Phil Spector killed more people than the fictionalized version. That is true. Yeah. Um, so he is, like, completely deformed. Like, he's got no teeth left. He's got metal teeth. Yeah. He, he's his, a Jaws type. His face looks like it's been, like, surgically reconstructed. Has his face been fucked yet, though? Or no, is no, that no, when no, he escapes no, no. jail? This is just, like, okay. the beatdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks bad. So then, and he got a haircut, uh, and a stupid haircut. Yeah, yeah, stupid haircut. So yeah, he's like on the line making, you know, like license plates or whatever. No, he's making games. It's yeah. like it's like a a life, the game of life kind of knockoff thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like losing his mind over the fact that he's just been betrayed. He's in prison, um, and then they try to, I don't know, they're going to like move him to a different place or something I'm not sure what the deal was and he like has a total freak out yeah and then uh, runs away hides in a giant box they load it on a truck he escapes yep <laughs> like no problem yeah um, shouldn't have done that earlier uh, he then like ru- runs away and hides uh, which then the next thing that I wrote was so then they're showing like um, I don't know like Swan uh, oh sorry we kind of skipped over something like I, I when he goes to he goes back to the um, to the paradise bitch auditions when they're doing all the auditions and he yeah. meets this like gorgeous girl who's got a great voice yeah and he's gonna like try to convince her to like get like he wants her to get the songs like she yeah. can be the singer so that she can give them back to him and uh, and so that that's sort of like a big thing yeah. is um, Phoenix Phoenix is her name. And he, uh, then there's like this weird scene where like there's just a bunch of women laying naked or like laying half naked. Yeah, Swan, on this, like, Swan fucks them all. Giant bed. Yeah. Because like Swan wants to like, you know, just have bitches on command. Yeah. And he like hides B-O-C's. in drag. Yes. And that's what leads to him getting beaten up. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, you know, she, she like is a good singer and they acknowledge that and they want her. And during, like, this sort of, uh, I guess, not really a montage, but it's, like, showing, like, some events that are happening. And then there's, like, a, a newspaper, like, you know, the old swirl to the headline. D- and, like, how I love that the headline was swir- It also swirled for so long. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, 70s, before there was anything. Yeah. Uh, but I like that, like, the headline wasn't prison break, yeah. convict escapes. It's, oh, the Paradise is opening. Yeah. And then in the bottom corner. No, it wasn't even. Oh no, no. There's, there's a yeah. There's a when because he was when he escaped from prison, he was presumed dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like a different yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like oh no, no, somebody didn't escape from prison. Uh, this uh, dance thing's gonna open up. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be really cool. Front page news, people. Yeah. So um yeah so then he's uh he sneaks back into the to like the record studio area yeah. and he's trying to steal his music. And he ends up getting his head stuck. Head crushed in a record, in record press, press. Which was sick. <laughs> which was very funny. Um, and like dismay, like he just completely disfigures ha- like his face. Yeah. Um, crushes his windpipe or his like vocal cord. Yeah. And so he uh, stumbles out like all like just completely disheveled mm-hmm. and uh, ends up hiding like 
in the in the attic. Yeah, he or uh, like the the costumes he, room. He, he finds a cool kind of falcon mask. He finds, yeah, he finds like a metal in, falcon in, mask in wardrobe and like a Phantom of the Opera style like. Well, you got to go cape, cape and yeah. suit and whatever, and then uh, Hide, then yeah, hides in like the rafters. Hides in the rafters. Uh, the, the next note I wrote was there was uh, some silly ass fight fat biker bodyguard running away. Yeah, uh, when he like appears at the back, and they're like terrified of what he looks like, and they they kind of like speed up the footage, but the biker <laughs> is right. like too fat to actively run, so he sort of like <laughs> and like runs away around a corner from him. Yeah, I like that was pretty funny. That was good. Oh, here's the note that I wrote about somebody creating something. So, anyways. Uh, so he sneaks back in and he's like hiding in the rafters and he's like, you know, phantom of the opera style doing stuff like, yeah. um, like haunt, like, uh, uh, scaring people, attacking people. Yeah. Well, like, and like the beach boy guys yeah, so the, are the, doing some performance. The greasers yeah. from before are have now, now been boys. rebranded <laughs> yeah. like beach boys types. And they're doing some performance, and there's like, you know, like a classic muscle car on stage. And uh, he just fills the trunk of the car with explosives. <laughs> and, uh, and it explodes, I believe, killing some people. And I'm like, huh, terrorism works. You know what? Terrorism does work. White terrorism. Sure. The good kind. IRA the, style. The acceptable kind. Yeah. Oh, the Phantom of the Paradise is in the IRA? I think so. Cool. Didn't know that. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's a Shin Fine or mm. whatever. I don't, I don't know what's what. I, I think they're all bad. I, at the end of the day, they're all Irish, yeah. and I have no time for them. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, so he... He's the, like, so he gets, he, he gets like, a, a radio box or something. Yeah, so, can... a, so after he does... No, that, that's why I wrote Terrorism Works. Because after he does the terrorism, Phil Spector is like, hey... Let's not fight. <laughs> you can like let's you, fuck not fight. You can uh, you can write stuff for me and uh, and I'll, I'll pay you. Here here's this contract and I'll even give you a funky voice block so you can sound a little less like a monster, but still a little bit like a, like a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does. He's like trying to. Um... So they, they they make a, a Faustian deal, yeah. Uh, literally with like a, a thousand page contract signed in blood. Yeah. Uh, also, he's writing a <laughs> uh, a like an eight hundred movement uh, rock cantare. Yeah. About Faust, about Faust. <laughs> because we're on the nose. Yeah. Uh, when he was in the so when he first gives him the box and everything and he's trying to talk and it's like this distorted like non-voice and he's yeah. trying to write songs to sing and he's like got this like box with like g- knobs and gadgets and gadgets yeah and he's like adjusting it so that he can sing like a regular so person. it sounds more like yeah and i was like oh shit swan created autotune i think he did i so think swan created T- Pain owns his life to swan that's true Sick. <laughs> um, so yeah, then he starts writing these songs and singing them. Um, but then uh, there's like... Does he write the songs that make the whole world sing, or is that Barry Manilow? Ooh. Is Barry Manilow the fan of the Paradise? Can't prove he's not. He can't. Um, at one point, uh, we see Swan like in his office, and his office is like a giant gold record t- desk. <laughs> it's cool. That was pretty sick. I, I like that a lot. lot. Like yeah. It takes up like the whole fucking yeah, yeah. room. It's real nice. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, so yeah, then he's deciding, like, on, uh, who his next big act is. So he's, he's soured on Phoenix for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. He's like, she's not cool anymore. She doesn't like, he doesn't like women. 
Yeah. She's a woman, doesn't like her. But you know who is cool? Beef. 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 Shout out to season four, episode one. Yeah. Of the news. Of the news. <laughs> also, shout out to Nitro Girl Beef. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Beef okay, is so just... Before we get to Beef. Okay. I don't know if you noticed this. It was, it was fairly quick. But they're announcing Beef at a podium at the airport. Yes. Did you notice what was up with the podium? Uh, I know there's something weird. There is something weird. It's so, got... so, the podium has, like, a clearly, like, superimposed, like, in post-production logo of the record label on top of it. Right. And it looks so sloppy. So, yeah. I'm like, did, was this filmed... Much earlier when they had a different, when they had done a different record logo or something. But it looks so weird to have this like green screened just logo over the podium. Like that was, that's so, like, they did a bad job. I I didn't look up if anyone actually had information on it. It was so strange. Also, I don't know if it's on purpose, but wasn't at one point the logo changed? So like it was a bird. And but then, you go from a bird to a dead and then bird. It's a dead bird, right? Yeah. But was that on purpose? Maybe it know. was. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. That like, yeah. just this like that was very distracting, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, more importantly, beef. So when he introduced beef, beef is kind of just every Brendan Fraser character, <laughs> isn't he? Though. Kind of. Like he's kind of like Encino Man, and he's kind of like Bedazzled. He's kind of like when he's the gay and Bedazzled. Yeah. He's kind of um, the, like in uh, Furry Vengeance. <laughs> Like he's he's yeah kind of that right like he's really like over the top exaggerated but like got like good charisma yep and he kind of looks like Brian Bosworth he and does and he's gonna be like the new face yeah. of um of the Swan's Empire yeah. and he uh he is backed by the undead I believe who are, who are all... like zombie misfits looking guys who are the same guys who, <laughs> yeah. who were the Beach Boys the Beach and Boys the have Juicy been Fruits. rebranded again as yeah. the undead and they're doing this Faustian opera yeah and but now like Swan I think he like realizes that he needs to uh like keep control of the phantom Yes. Right? Like, he can't just, like, let him run wild. Yeah, so he's like, so, uh, when he finishes the music for this thing, I'm going to brick up the studio yeah, he's in. So he presumably dies there. Yeah, I just wrote brick wall. Yeah. The brick wall that took him no no time at all to get through. Busted through at first opportunity. <laughs> with, with, like, ease. Yeah. Um, I, wrote, I wrote one note that I did wrote, just to go back to the Juicy Fruits, is, like... They got booked like Vince Book's NXT call-ups. Yeah. Like, like don't give anything time to work. Change it. Mm-hmm. Don't give it time to work. Fuck. Change it. Now you're surfers now. Yeah. Now you're zombies now. Yeah. Yeah. You're... Ah, no, this, this doesn't work. Uh, now you're two gay guys, and we're going to give you a manager, and you have to get married. Oh, JK, you're not actually gay. Like, <laughs> that. that's exactly how he, they, they were booked by Swan. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he gets out and then he decides that he's like, uh, now he's really had enough. Now he's like been fucked over so much. He's a freak. He's uh, going to go on a rampage. So yeah. then there is a amazing, uh, Hitchcockian shower scene. Yes. Where he just, I mean, apparently like the Palma's thing is that he likes to throw nods to 
Hitchcock. Okay. So, like, this is, like, his big, like, oh, what's the most famous scene in anything ever? Let's just do that. Is that why there are so many uh, birds, birds in Mission Impossible? Probably. 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 That's it. That- I'm, I, I was going to, like, should I make ten more Hitchcock slash the Palmer <laughs> references, or should we <laughs> carry on? Is that um, why he looks down a, a long staircase in Snake Eyes? Mm, mm. Makes you think. Um, I was confused Snake Eyes and 8mm, because I think I watched them on a Nick Cage day. Ah, it was a good very day. Very different movies. Very different movies. Both fun, though. One's, uh, well, I think, f- I think one's good, and one is not good, but uh, has my kind of content. Yeah. Is the fight in Snake Eyes Lennox Lewis versus Evander Holyfield? Could boxing be. match? Could be. Could I don't be. remember I offhand. Yeah. I Canadian hero, Lennox Lewis, although he wasn't born here. It doesn't look like he was born here. I only have one note left, so what, if you got um, anything else. So, what are we, so, um, so he kind of... Uh, so the Phantom stumbles upon the uh, uh, Swan's uh, record room and uh, sees that he's made... Um, that That he... Made a Faustian bargain with his reflection <laughs> yes. to to the look young forever, literally, and they literally did Dorian Gray. I yep. think the, I think the reflection even said like, "Hey, this picture of you will get older, and you'll be cool. You'll be beautiful, weird looking Paul Williams yep. forever." Yep. <laughs> and then Paul Williams, in turn, has made all these deals with uh, all the people he signed, in uh, including Phoenix, and uh, then Phantom, while he's skulking around. On the rooftops, looks through the big skylight and sees uh, and sees Swan fucking Phoenix, and then he gets real fucking dramatic, <laughs> yeah, and tries to kill himself, oh. and, and then Swan sees him is like, um, actually you can't kill yourself. Check your contract, <laughs> and it, and he literally can't. Uh, he uh, Phantom can't kill himself until Swan dies. Is yeah. the deal. Yeah. And also, he can't kill Swan. Scott! What? Live on-air podcast reaction. Hit me. That you're going to find out on Friday, so by the time this drops, you will have already known. Eve got us Aussie-style lemonade monsters. Sick! Well done, Eve. Just got a picture of it. You'll probably also see the picture in a second. God <laughs> damn. I can't wait. By the time you hear this, Scott and I will both have consumed... Aussie-style lemonade monster. God damn right. Multiple ones. Way to come through. Appreciate it. And she's been teasing me with something. Oh. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know, like, honestly, I feel like whatever it is, she's hyped it too big, but... (laughs) Well, I don't know what... Maybe she found Whiteout. Drew, she found Whiteout. Oh, my God. Or what is another thing we talk about a lot on the podcast that we need? Uh, Pussy? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Is, 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 is that an okay thing to I say? guess. I guess. Uh, do you have any more notes about Phantom of the Paradise? <laughs> I got one left and it's not about, it's not like movie related. Um, it's something in them, on the movie or whatever. So what did I have? So I had the, uh, yeah. Oh, Can't r- kill yourself because uh, real, unless I die. Real dramatic. Um, and then I had, oh yeah, the, the rest were... Um, yeah, I just had two more notes, both about the ending scene. Um, I said, I said this this end scene is too 
overstimulating for me. Like bring bring back the haze code. I I want I want everything nice. I want no I want no nudity. Yeah. I want or Ricky and Lucy sleeping in separate beds. Yeah, I, it, it was it was too much. It was like the just the nineteen seventies were screaming at me. Yeah, yeah. It was just an acid trip because it, it was like the, the big performance at the Paradise and yeah. just like screaming fans, camera everywhere, yeah. flashing uh, lights. It, it, too too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah, it was like oh, it's like playing. Ugh. It's like playing WarioWare on the Switch. It, I'm like, this is not for. This is a younger man's game. Yeah, I, I don't like this. And then I just said, uh, I think we could have cut De Palma's Coke in half and still been fine. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you could have done that. Uh, so your thoughts? Uh, the only note that I have left is, uh, did you know that Sissy Spacek was the set dresser on this movie? Oh, really? Because her boyfriend I, at the time was, was the production br- designer. Oh, I was going to say Brian. And De Palma. then. Uh, several years later, she, she got would to be, be a Carrie in his movie. Isn't that okay. pretty cool? That is pretty cool. I love these fun facts. Yeah. Uh, would you like to do 1994's uh, Drunken Master 2, uh, frequently known as the Legend of Drunken Master? I would, and I will uh, admit a lack of professionalism from myself on this movie. No notes? Full notes. Oh. I'm not a fucking asshole. Well, you said lack of professionalism. I'm not, I'm not going to disgrace the good name of Antifa Catboy, <laughs> who, who recommended this movie and has been doing timestamps for all the movies in our episodes so far, like a fucking professional. Because uh, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do them. Does, so. that, does that hurt your autism? No, I, it's great for my autism. Oh, okay. Cause, like I, I ride this tricky line of autistic and lazy. Sure. Because like I would, I would love to go through and do the timestamps. Yeah, because I like time. I, I like, I like information. I appreciate I like the records. videos that I watch that have those. Absolutely. Yeah. So I can skip the things I don't care about. Exactly. Yeah. If it, also, if anyone's skipping any of this, you, get off our show. We yeah. don't need you. Whole thing or or get out. Um, yeah. He he goes through and does them, and then I just I pin. His post in the YouTube yeah. comments, and then Sick. Bob's your uncle. Bob is not my uncle. Is, my is, uncle is Michael or Milton. My uncle, or my dead uncle is David. My uncle is Greg or Doug, both alive. <gasps> Doug, Doug is your uncle. My your dad? dad. Are we cousins? Oh, we shouldn't be doing what we're doing then. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Although Jeremy Irons would not mind. Jeremy Irons is on our side. What are we going to do? Make a boy-boy incest baby? <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? What is the worst that can happen with male-on-male incest? Nothing. Nothing. You fall in love. It's a... <laughs> yeah. Podcast, worst case scenario. Podcast in incest coordinator. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Um, well, good for him. I'm glad he's doing that. Yeah. Um, here's my first note. I mean, if, if this was one week, yeah. I'd do it. Sure. Four weeks? No thanks. Not doing it. So thank you, Antifa Cowboy, and thank you for picking this movie. I don't know if it's the red light from your microphone in front of your face or like the lamp behind you. Am I you look insane. <laughs> <laughs> you look like an insane person. I get that sometimes. Also because your hair is still kind of wild. I, I, look, it's this is why I, I, I bet sh- you're happy that no one else can see it right now because you'd be very ashamed. No, I bet it's kind of cool. You'd be ashamed. Um, is it a shamed hair or is it a wild cool hair? It's a shamed hair. I see. Uh, so the first note I wrote is uh, why couldn't someone just pay us to watch Jackie's porn? Yeah, I would have done it. I, I think it's not I mean, that hard to find. Someone else paid for porn. Exactly. I would love to watch Jackie's porn for money. Yeah, yeah. 
something to think about for next time. Absolutely. Um, all right. This movie is is two parts. Oh, my unprofessionalism. Oh, of course. I didn't watch Drunken Master One. I okay. I mean, th- normally th- that's a thing I, I would do. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like there's not that. I don't think much there's much. I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's what 1978. Uh, 78. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't think there's tons of connection. No. I would be mad at you if somebody had said like watch Police Story Five, which is actually really good, but you hadn't seen one and two. Is there a three and a four? Yeah. Oh. But five is good. Five is like t- 2018. Oh, so it's okay. like old man Jackie. Oh, that's But cool. he's still like a total badass. It's like really that. good. I nice. actually really liked it. Um, so, I know one and two are like legit sick. Oh, they're so yeah. good. This is legit sick too. Though. This is also but legit this is, this sick. is a story of two things. This is like um, kind of a dumb story and some of the greatest martial arts work you'll ever see. That's really what this movie is. I didn't really give a shit about the story, but I definitely I didn't either, gave a shit about the fighting. I gave a shit about the fighting too, and uh, I yeah, I also wasn't that into the story. Not and there wasn't that much story anyway. But uh, the ending, one of the best movie endings of all time. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's will. it's in all caps as my second to last note. Oh yeah. So. I don't, okay, so uh, Jackie is a poor, poor uh, young peasant boy. I love uh, shoplifting and hiding it under your shirt and pretending it's a hernia. <laughs> that right? is, that's a nice, movie. perfect writing. Um, so he, he and his father and his cousin, servant, nephew, whatever, whatever, uh, are transporting like you know goods on a train, ginseng. But they have it's the ginseng that they. Like the, it's taxed or something. Yeah, there's there's, so there's there's duty coming from the north to wherever. Yeah, they're so going. they're like, well, we we don't have the money for that. We can't pay for that. Yeah. So what they do is they bump into a rich guy and stuff it in his bag. Force him to force smuggle him it. to smuggle it in, and, and then, then they'll get it back it on back. the train. Yeah. Um. So, but here here literally is my is the thing. My favorite. This this, this is my note. My favorite. Local white actors. Yeah, that is some of my favorite things about um, white guys speaking Chinese, or just like sort of white, speaking white Chinese. guys who are based in Asia. Yeah, that no matter how good or bad their acting abilities they're getting are, cast because it saves a flight. They need whites. <laughs> yep. So like, there are people that probably grew up in Hong Kong watching these movies that thought that like this guy is Robert Redford. This guy, like, on the same level, like, sure, because they're in every action yeah, movie he's and the then best. it turns out they've never done anything outside of hong kong that's correct in the 90s or yeah. 80s like that's it mm-hmm. but yeah there's so there's like a group of like bad like n- no-name white guy actors that, that are like the rich people so they get on the bus or sorry the train they get on the train and then uh jackie and his brother cousin whatever the fuck is in yeah um they decide that they're gonna go Okay, well it's time. Let's go to the the, the storage area, like where the bags are. Let's yeah. get the like, get the ginseng back, and we can come back to our seats and just like whatever. But then they go and they realize that like between them in their area and where the the baggage area is is like the rich person dining area. Mm-hmm. And so then the bodyguard, like the guard guy there, like won't let them through because they're obviously riffraff. Mm-hmm. So they decide like well, we the need- rapper, yeah. So like they they like we need to figure out how we're gonna get back there because we have to get that box back. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I was very maybe I just like didn't pay attention for a split second. Where the fuck did the ducks come from? 
They were just I, like I in think, a compartment. I think that's just China. Okay. I think, I think there were just some ducks on the so train. So there was a bunch of ducks. Yeah. And what they do is they decide, okay, we're going to like open the thing. All the ducks will run in. In the confusion, I'll just run through to the other cabin. And yeah. They won't even notice. So they pick up ducks and the then they crime. open the door. And I swear, it's like 50 or 60 ducks. A lot of ducks. And they just like throwing ducks at people. And I wrote, there is zero oh <laughs> chance that none of those ducks got hurt or killed for real. Oh, yeah. Because like people were throwing them. Yeah, yeah. They were like yeah, running some, into them. Uh, some like, ducks were hurt in the making of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's Hong Kong in the 90s. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Although, to be fair, uh, just to clarify, the movie is not set in the 90s. No, it's set in the... 50s? Yeah, 50s or 40s. Like, it, it's much earlier. Yeah. But yeah, there is no way that those ducks didn't get hurt. Oh, no. Uh, Absolutely. So, Jackie, uh, he runs through to the other the other uh, uh, train. He's going to look for the package he's hidden, and he sees another guy there who's also digging through some stuff. Yeah. And he steals a package that looks exactly like the one Jackie has. Yeah. So, Jackie's like, oh, you're a thief, you're a thief. And he escapes out the window onto the roof. Yep. And Jackie's kind of like, oh, like, okay, well, here's my package. I'll take it. I get this. But then as he's leaving, the rich guy who he hid the package on is coming through the train to where his stuff is. Yeah. So Jackie panics and also escapes out onto the roof. They run along the roof. Uh, ch- he's chasing them. And then there's guards on the roof for some reason. Yeah. And uh, the first guy, like, so the train stops at the station. Mm-hmm. And then he jumps down to the ground and then they see Jackie and he panics and jumps to the ground and hides under the train. And then he sees the other guy and he goes like, "Hey, like I just need you." Like he's trying to explain to him, "Yeah, I have your package, you have you my have package." Mine, yeah. But the guy's like, "You're a traitor. Get away from me." And they then I like I just wrote, "Jackie as a as a like an, an actual fighter, but as a choreographer, is on such a completely different level than anyone that has ever lived in the entire I world. I believe you're correct. The yes. under train fight scene nuts. is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It is nuts. In that tight, compact space. Basically, neither guy can move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the two of them have this just incredible... Because he's got a, a staff with a spear on the end, uh, yeah. and Jackie's got nothing. Yeah. And it's just a series of, like, like near misses, counters, blocks, like, rolls and stuff. But it's all underneath yeah. a train's uh, oh, hey, car. There's a bunch of ambulances outside. Oh, maybe my neighbor committed murder-suicide. <laughs> oh, it's down there, though. It passed the little park area. Oh. Yeah. It's not right outside. So I, I didn't want to get your hopes up. I thought up. it was across the street where I might get to see a dead body or something. Ooh. Um, although I've seen enough dead bodies in my life. There's uh, a cool purple light across the street. That's uh, in the park. No, no, in, in that one guy's apartment. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a woman, and she teaches, like, Zumba classes or something in there. Nice. She's a Billy Blanks type. She's an Asian. I guess that's Tybo. <laughs> yeah. Not, not Zumba. <laughs> Zumba, Zumba. Um, Under train fight. Under train fight, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's like it's incredible. Like everything about it is is amazing. Uh, then eventually, like the guy kind of tells Jackie, like you know, hey, like 
he wins, like, kind of wins the fight, but without, like, doing any serious damage. But it's just, like, the yeah. fight's over, and he's, like, calls him a traitor again, and then runs away. Yeah. And then Jackie comes out to try and find him, chases him into, like, a barn, where he's kind of like, hey... Uh, first of all, I'm not a traitor. Yeah, I'm not a traitor. Calling me that. Like, stop calling me that. Um, and then he, like, explains to him, like, you know, like, what what's going on with the packages. Uh, but then they just end up having another... Another fight. Incredible fight scene. Yep. Where this time, uh, does Jackie... has a sword now? I think Jackie's got something to defend himself yeah, he, with he, this he's, time. He's got a weapon. And, yeah, they just have, like, another incredible fight scene. And, um... Yeah, which leads to again, Jackie just like getting getting knocked down. He shows him that he's got the drunken ma- drunken boxing fighting style. Yeah, drunken fist and drunken fist, and they sort of like have this conversation about how like it's a it's a flawed fighting yeah. style. Which and... I think I think that's what the first movie is about is about him learning it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so what ends Le- up... learning it from drunken master, um, which means there isn't there really isn't a drunken master in this. Movie. I mean, in theory, I it's think Jackie, Jackie is the drunken master now, but so. they don't actually say that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like they, they have this other like huge fight, and then they uh, he ends up like uh, kind of taking his stuff and leaving because yeah. the train's coming. So the train's leaving. So they like grab their stuff, run back to the train, but then the other guy doesn't get on the train. Jackie gets uh, barely makes it on yeah. and gets helped up by uh, uh, Andy Lau, who I is like. More recent years is like a very popular like action star in China. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. oh, a very young Andy yeah, Lau, Andy crazy. Lau. And then I looked, oh, except for he was thirty four at the time. Wow, so I was like, man, he's so old he's now, pushing sixty now. <laughs> yeah, huh. but like I thought he would be like twenty five, is, is sixty. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean that was crazy. So then it's kind of revealed that the reason that the thing that Jackie, the guy, the other guy was after. Um, uh, Jackie still thinks he has the the ginseng, ginseng. in the package, so he goes back to sit down with his family, and then the they stop him because like there's been a theft because yeah. the rich guy who he planted it on realizes his package is gone. Yeah, so he they're checking everyone and they're like, hey, it's those guys, like check them, and uh, then there's some funny Jackie comedy because like yeah. it's because uh, he keeps well, what's switching. in that box? Yeah. And he goes, oh, you mean this box? And he like shows him the same one. He's like, no, yeah. this one. Oh, this, oh, this one? one. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, no, you put one between you on the seat. Like no, that's... no. And he goes, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, no, I need to see that one right now. And so he like very slowly brings it over because he's realized he's opened it and realized there's the wrong thing in it. Yeah. And then he ends up getting he's... protected by Andy Lau, who's like, no, like they haven't left. It's cool. They've been here the whole time. They're like, shut. Up. Who are you? And he shows him his badge. And it's he's like, like, I'm Andy Lau, yeah, bitch. Yeah, he's like fucking like government, like high level yeah. government guy. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, they leave him alone. Um, so, like, the pa- the thing he's got in the package is like an ancient, like, artifact. Um, yeah, it's like a uh, jade imperial seal yeah. or something like that. It's like, it's like a big, giant, jade, cool looking thing. Yeah. Um, and so these, like, the, the noted local bad guy white actors from before are, like, rich, expensive collectors who want it... To bring to f- back to England. To bring back to England. Yeah. And, f- first of all, all of the white guys are, are speaking in dub Chinese. Yeah. Which is very funny. It's great. Uh, then I wrote... So, like, they, sorry, and then they show, like, the guy, like, the main guy, and he's looking at all of his artifacts and whatever. Yeah. And then they show, like, a factory where they're, like... Uh, manufacturing the sparks. sparks for the one. Yep. And uh, I just wrote, is that the, what, what are they called? The the uh, Uyghurs? 
in that factory? Is that, is it that might the, be is, a factory full of Is Uyghurs. that the Uyghurs working in the factory where they're making them do forced labor? <laughs> there, like, there is no actual time when quote unquote America was great. Like, mega guys don't actually know what they want. Right? They, it, it's nothing. It's just this imagined thing. But there is a definitive time when Hong Kong was great. And that was British occupation. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm going to, I think I, did I write it? I think I wrote it, didn't I? Oh, maybe not. No, but I definitely thought that to myself. Um, that, uh, oh man, there's nothing greater than like making them wear, like making the guards wear the old tiny like British, yeah. like uh, guard stuff from like the, I don't know, the like 1800s India. Yeah, like I'm, I'm getting like uh, MHKBOA red baseball hats. Yeah. Make Hong Kong British occupied again. <laughs> That's what I want. And then I'll fucking move there. Yeah. It'd be a cool place to live, I think, as long as it's not Chinese. British Hong Kong seems awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it. You get to have a bunch of Chinese people with British accents. It's the great. Best. It's great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after that, then uh, Jackie, like, realizes what he has, but he doesn't tell his family until they're, like, back home. Yeah. And that causes, like, some issues with his dad. So his dad is, like, very strict and, like, you know, stop fucking around, Jackie. Like, this is a serious, <laughs> serious like... Export business that we have, yeah. Like, uh, I think he wants some. Does he want to like, give it to the police or something? I don't remember. Yeah, he I wants think them so. to get, or maybe he wants to find the guy that they stole it from and give it back to him or something. I don't remember. Maybe, I, yeah. I, I I feel like the subtitles were bad. Some were not great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just wrote like Jackie's got daddy issues. Yeah. Um. And his uh his dad essentially like kicks his ass. Yep. And tells him like you know like you're you're a drunken disgrace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he ends up like meeting back up with the guy that he fought under the train. Yeah, and then that's when the explanation of like what the jade stamp like everything yeah. is and, and he why was he, he was taking it, it to back. keep it away from the British like it needs to be For kept China's here honor. in China or Hong yeah. Kong. Um, so then they're like in a like having a discussion about it when like they hear. Sneaky noises, mm-hmm. and then the the axe gang from Kung Fu Hustle show up. Yeah, at this point, I wrote, oh, "Hold on, like I guess I haven't watched that many, but is there an axe gang in every Kung Fu movie?" Well, I think the axe gang in Kung Fu Hustle is, is sort of a homage to, to this. this. Okay, because it's um, literally an axe gang with axe tattoos yeah, yeah, yeah. and axes. I think it's probably. I think it's got to be an homage because it's literally this. Because yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that. Uh, Stephen Chow has never seen The Legend of Drunken Master and then just like decided that's game yeah like I watched these in the wrong order it's like seeing Spaceballs before Star Wars well Star Wars is just unfunny Unfunny Spaceballs so they show up and then Jackie and this other guy just have like an an awesome fucking fight scene with like uh, like a big ass thick bamboo stick that like over over the progression of like blocking shots and stuff sort of gets like 
shredded at the end so it's like in it's it almost looks like a broom or like a paintbrush yeah and then he starts using that as a weapon mm-hmm. there's ser- several like very good like smacks to the face <laughs> yep smacks to the body there's some good stunt work like falling out windows yeah big, jumping out of windows stuff jumping down to the lower jumping floor. down to the lower level and stuff like there's some really really cool stunt work in it and again just like some awesome fight scene and it, does, does this go from here to him fighting the few top guys yes or, eventually uh, yeah because yeah. I, so, I think it's when he fought the top guys where i just wrote jackie chan has so much fucking charisma yeah god damn unlimited it. charisma god and unlimited damn energy it. too oh and, and can't stop once i also wrote uh greased up shirtless jackie is not something you see very often no but he was he was doing it and then uh to improve his uh drunken style he slams two bottles of liquor as if that wouldn't kill a chinese guy but he's a kung he's a uh, drunken master i i guess <laughs> uh one, one thing before i put that was uh like he sort of gets like the local like town folk who are yeah. like to like back him up against the bad guys yeah and one of their first lines of defense is to uh throw snakes at them <laughs> yes just like a handful of snakes at yeah. every guy <laughs> like, i'm like snakes the ultimate defense <laughs> Yeah, sand and snakes. Speaking of snakes, because like because they dealt in ginseng and they're talking about like other you know like uh, Chinese medicine yeah, and whatnot, and just so casually talking about snake gallbladders and how that's obviously yeah, medicine, real thing. Like is surreal and snake bladders work. Those are the two things I know. And women shouldn't drive. <laughs> women shouldn't drive. <laughs> is there one shred of science behind any? Chinese holistic medicine, or is it literally all superstition and ghosts? All superstition and ghosts. It's it's nothing, right? Like there's never been any proof that any of it actually works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are things that honestly respect. There are there are <laughs> things that there are like proven like there's some things that are good for benefits, you. Yeah, but they're not like oh, if you take this, it will cure your baldness. Yeah, or you take this, it will cure your limp penis. Yeah, like n- there's none of that. Yeah. Like, it's just all uh, old-timey beliefs it's from all crazy old people. 4,000-year-old magic. I would imagine, too, that, like, uh, at some point, you'd think that, like, in the next two generations, maybe, that, like, all of that will disappear. Maybe once China is allowed to have Twitter. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or just, like, once all the, like, currently old people die, and yeah. it's just, like, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. But and one thing I've been thinking about lately, though, is... It, that and but like anything like you know they'll st- they'll stop being so much uh, religious fundamentalism blah 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 yeah. for for the same reason but I'm like the the problem with young people is that they turn into old people sure but the young the young people you just now... have to you just have to hope. Well, because, like, the young people, yeah. let's say the young people before would, like, be exposed to church yeah. until they were, like, an adult. And then they could just not go. Yeah. But if there's no exposure to it, yeah. then it's not like they're going to all of a sudden at 23 or 40, mm-hmm. like, go to church. Yeah. Right? So I think if you're, like, you know, your parents don't believe in, like, the holistic stuff, then when it comes time for you, you're just not going to believe in that shit, so you're not going to push it onto your kids, mm-hmm. and then your kids then just won't even just know it existed. kind of dies out. Right? Yeah. Like, th- that's what I hope for in general with, you know, dumb beliefs in general. 
Uh, I just worry about that sometimes. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at like Europe, I think Europe is like one rapidly becoming one of the least religious places yes, in the that's world. True. That's true. Same with par- like parts of North America yeah. are be like less and less and less. Mm-hmm. So you got to imagine that at certain points in time, it's going to become more agnostic than Christian. Yeah. But the problem is that there's another religion that's kind of taking over and that's one of the problems. The good um, one. The good one. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, so then Jackie kind of this this is leading to him having the confrontation with sort of like the henchmen, like the head henchmen yeah. and then the bosses. So he does have like a couple like a big fight in a warehouse where he's gone to uh cuz they yeah. they beat him up and they steal the jade press. Yes, they get it. So then he goes back to help to get it and he's teamed up with sort of like there's like another guy in the village who's also some kind of master that he has a fight with earlier, the, but like the fish guy, the fish guy. But yeah. they're like kind of like acquaintances. It's a but, little, uh, but they just don't get along all the time. It's sort of like an older, like a older brother situation where like yeah, it's like a friendly rivalry. Yeah, but so he kind of like convinces him to team up with him. Yeah, and he's like, look, I can't do this on my own, but like there's okay, fine, like let's team up to do it. Um... So they, yeah, he ends up going there to fight the big bosses. He has, like, a big fight scene in the warehouse where he, like, kind of kicks, like, the you know, the lower-end guy's asses. Then there's, like, a, I don't know, what is he, like, a Spanish guy with a big-ass fucking um, uh, chain wrapped around his arm? Yeah. And then something. they have, like, a big fight where, like, the guy, like, you know, is you trying to hit him with the arm and Jackie gets some of the chain off and then he, like, you know... There's a lot of, like, counters where, like, he's holding yeah. the chain and the guy, like, ducks under. Jack is the king like, of counters. It. Oh, he's the king of counters. Yeah. And then he, like, he's bigger than him, so he overpowers him back to the wall. Yeah. And he uh, puts, rests, and it, the wall is sort of like a foundry type thing. So it's yeah. like a brick wall with, like, pouring, like, hot liquid, like, metal yeah. into it. And he puts his foot up against it to stop it because he's, like, trying to not get dumped into it. Yeah. And he eventually, like, his foot starts to catch on, on fire, fire. Which I'm like... That wouldn't happen, but okay. <laughs> so his foot's catch on fire, and he realizes it, and so he's got, like, you know, really quickly, like, just a flash, like, the fastest front kick you've ever seen. Oh, my like, God. From being behind him against the wall to forward and hitting him in the chest. Yeah. He goes flying, and then Jackie's, like, foot's on fire, and he's, like, trying to put it out, trying to put it out, and his buddy runs in with a, and gets, like, he, like, yells his name, gr- scoops a bucket of water, throws the water in the air, and Jackie does a running, jumping, like, front kick into, into the, water. the water that puts his foot out, yeah. and it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. And, <laughs> it fucking rules. And from here on, uh, Jackie Chan sets himself on fire about four more times. Yes, he does. Um, so now, yeah, now that he's kind of beaten all those guys, and then it turns out that, like, the business guy he stole it from is sort of, like, the number two, like, yeah. behind the guy who's, like, the actual buyer. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just wrote, holy shit, business jerk could move. Oh, his kicks, his speed, kicks, his kick speed and movement. He was, was a like kick man, way faster than Jackie. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know if Jackie was like downplaying because he just like had a big fight and so he was tired. Yeah, but but oh boy, yeah. They, so like he ends up getting up on this top level. We got a kicker, and the guy, the guy's foot speed and like kicks, and, unreal. Like, like th- and like, even throwing like f- like feign kicks or like fake kicks, and yep. he's just like 
Up, up, down, up, down, up. And then he does, like, a standing splits at one point. Where yeah, he's, like, like, one foot on the ground, the other foot straight up. Yeah, like, all the way up, 180 degrees, and, yeah. like, like it was nothing. Like, he didn't even see. Oh, so, just... and, and then he, like, held it. And he held it. And, like, talked to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was nuts. Yeah. So, he, yeah. So that guy they, was cool. So, they have this big fight, and then, like, yeah. another henchman comes. So, he's sort of, like, fighting a couple people. And then uh, he gets hit in the leg with, like, a burning hot uh, rod that burns his leg. Yep. And then... Um, He's like uh, trying to avoid these other other hits from like the kind of shittier henchman guy, and then um, there's just like on this platform. There's like next to it is like a like I don't even know what it was. It was just like a bin of hot just burning a hot bin coals. of hot coals. But like for what? <laughs> like in the context of this uh, this building, what look, is it for? <laughs> those sparks aren't going to make themselves. You know what? You make a good argument. So uh, yeah, so Jackie kind of gets backed up into it. And then he just gets this big front kick, and he takes like a big full back on fall. Falls into real. What, what you see during the closing credits yeah. are just real hot coals, real hot burning coals, and he's covered in like you know the like um, anti uh, yeah. fire uh, retardant retardant. <laughs> the other word is coming later. Um, and yeah, he just like falls in it. He like scrambles to get away from it, back from it, and he's like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. He like falls off the platform to the ground, and like his his hands are like all completely destroyed. And uh, he's yeah, he's just been like wrecked to shit. <laughs> yeah. He then, um, but then he re- kind of realizes that like uh, he gra- he grabs booze, but to me it looked like wine. It yeah, and but, we like, we find out it was industrial alcohol. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, at first I was like, well, wine's not flammable. Yeah. Like, not that kind of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, it's like an industrial strength, but, like, whatever they're using that for. Who knows? There's a lot of real convenient... Same thing they're using the coals Yeah, there's for. a lot of really conveniently placed things around. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he, he realizes that, like, you know, he can utilize this fire. So the guy's got, like, the red hot poker pole again yeah and jackie like takes a big swig and then just blows it and just burns the guy to death essentially (laughs) yeah uh but then he accidentally ends up swallowing it yeah and now he's like 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 he's gonna vomit and he like vomits up fire yeah and then realizes yeah i'm like oh how how is it igniting by itself anyway uh, it's china it's china or it's hong kong but um so yeah he like starts like Getting very drunk off it because I would imagine that the alcohol percentage is oh I don't know ninety five percent yeah enough to kill a man mm. so now now he's like the ultimate drunken master his yeah. face is like uncomfortably purple <laughs> yeah like it looked like it was Jackie working through choking on something <laughs> yeah like he didn't want to tell someone he was dying <laughs> and he like yeah his face looks disgusting he's like. But he, but he's still, he's doing the drunken master technique, yeah. The drunken boxing, and then they have like another fucking another great, amazing like fight. Some, some like the greatest counters, blocks, and reversals in the history of anything ever. Yeah, like some some of those moves only Jackie Chan could do. Oh yeah, like, there's a lot of Jackie exclusive stuff. In yeah, this like movie. like catching kicks behind your back and yeah. then like throwing another kick over. Yeah, there's and, some absolutely nuts of oh, stuff. Just insane. And like it's so cool. Like yeah, this is this is like the the prime of Jackie Chan's choreography and fighting. Yeah, like ninety four is a good Jackie yeah, year. This is really yeah. like there's this there's Rumble in the Bronx, which is maybe a little less fighting yeah. because it's more like regular action yeah um and like first strikes got a lot of good stuff and then both um 
like the first Rush Hour movie. I guess the second Rush Hour movie's got a lot in it too. Mm-hmm. Third one's got uh, I don't know maybe the best uh, director of all time. And uh, <laughs> can't disagree. But yeah, so Jackie manages to like finally put the guy down. Yeah, um, and then uh, with a, a torture rack throw. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's yeah. kind of like a almost like a lucha slam, like yeah. a lucha slam, but. F- forward mm-hmm. like like guy facing up he slams him through like a i don't know like just like a big case of Bun- something bunch of shit a bunch yeah. of shit and he's like dead <laughs> yeah and jackie just beat the shit um but he's like finally like vanquished the bad guys yeah i guess yeah and then uh yeah i mean that's kind of except the very end well i mean as far as the story. Uh, um, I guess before the end, we we never mentioned his uh, stepmom, who is a <laughs> manipulative bitch yeah. with borderline personality disorder. Yes. Yeah. Who at one point gets slapped, and her face stays in place where it's been slapped. She gets. Yeah. She can't a, talk. a slap gives her Bell's palsy. Yeah. Um. And, but yeah, she's she. Oh, she's she. Like I love her, but she's the worst kind of woman. Yeah. yeah. Like she. Like, <laughs> Well, she, Which she, is, when, like when her husband's mad at her, she's like, "Oh, I, I know, I'm terrible. Why, you, why don't you just beat me to death? <laughs> why do you kill me?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. she's also kind of like the slum lord in kind of in yeah. Kung Fu Hustle too, like a little bit. True. Um, so after that, Jackie like reconnects with his like I don't know his brother, cousin, slave, whatever the guy is that yeah. he was with the whole time, and uh, takes him back home so like his dad can. Apologies. Also, like we kind of skipped over too, but it's not that important. But his dad also has like a big fight scene too. That's yes. that's pretty good. Yep. Uh, he kind of fights like the I don't know what like one of the local jerks. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. So he's like trying to explain to him like, oh, like like because they're, they're like, oh, like is he is he okay? Is he okay? And he's like, oh, he's uh yeah he's um he's blind. Like he's he's practicing blind techniques because he's like can't can't see right or something. Yeah. And then he goes. Uh, but I, I don't think it's just that he's blind. I, I, well, yeah, because the um, when he drank all the industrial alcohol, yeah. like because that was affecting his eyes then. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they're like, uh, the, yeah, it uh, did not uh, turn out uh, great for his eyes. So now he's a uh, uh, blind uh, drunken master. Type. Blind drunken master. Uh, but it also uh, affected his brain. Yeah. And Jack, he's like, so his back is away from camera as he's like sort of practicing. And now he's like in these full, moves. yeah, but he's in like full, like, uh, like kung fu master, yeah, like traditional garb. kung fu master yeah. garb. He's, he's a, uh, he's a real, uh, Fei Long, Chow Young Fat from Street Fighter. Yeah. Who's is he that was he the Bruce Lee, yeah, in Street Fighter, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that, but not even yeah. that, but like the full, like, you know, the, the funny, like, f- the black cap like, and the, and the, the cap, the loose with the palm fitting, and yeah. yeah. The the whole the whole deal yeah the whole kit and caboodle yeah and he, so he's yeah he's back to camera yeah they're like so uh, bad news the uh, all that all that shitty drink uh, affected his eyes uh, and his brain and uh, he turns around <laughs> and Jackie is acting fully retarded full <laughs> like full on simple gag retarded simple Jack simple Jack. And it is the best. I just wrote retarded Jackie. All caps. <laughs> oh, simple Jackie. Mm. We did it. Uh, yeah, he's just absolutely going for it, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. Well, and then you get you get the blooper reel well, the, the, the credits. Bl- bloopers slash the times Jackie got hurt. Yeah, and, I, and I wrote, like, the bloopers at the end of Jackie movies are always just so insane. Oh, yeah. Like, the amount of time... Because like, you're not really thinking about it during the movie, but like, oh, yeah, they had to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, if there was, like, the one where he accidentally got crushed by that barrel. Yeah, smashed by the barrel. And, and the one he, where he, like, just, like, gets in a guy's face a little too quick, and they smash and they smack noses. faces. 
Uh, and They're then both bleeding. Obviously, the going on the coals, and they show like the not only landing on the coals, but also like the aftermath of him like struggling to get up and trying walk to get down up the stairs, fire extinguishers, fire extinguishers, and stuff. Like, I mean, it, I can't believe Jackie's still like able to walk and alive. It's but amazing. also, Chinese people live to be 120, so that's true. He's, maybe he'll be alive for a long time. Barely halfway through his life. Uh, last thing I wrote was uh, Jackie Chan should get an honorary Oscar every year. I agree. Oh yeah, yeah I agree. I'm glad he got one, but yeah. he needs more. He needs more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's probably he's the, the person who, like in the like the history of movies, is the least appreciated because he did so many silly things later on. Yeah, like he kind of lost a lot of his street cred after like maybe the second Rush Hour movie mm-hmm. because he just did like I don't know silly things and the tuxedo, the tuxedo, the medallion. Uh, oh yeah, those are different movies. Yeah, those are different movies. Um, the Kingdom one with him and Chow Young Fat that everybody hated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, that that movie rules. It was yeah. so good. That was, that was good stuff. Very, very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and another fun movie, 2016's Army of One, recommended by Anonymous and not someone with the initials TH. Um, Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, Tim Horton, <laughs> the Tim, the Horton. Tim Horton. So Tyler Hislop, a guy I went to school with, <laughs> <laughs> who uh, look credit where it's due to Mr. Tyler Hislop. It, I, I don't know if you know. I went to school in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, yep. Canada, at an all Chinese school. At an all Chinese school, and I don't know if you know about uh, the sport of badminton. Um, I know you played it. And that it is traditionally a Chinese-dominated yep. sport. Yep. And it was largely Chinese-dominated at my school, as it was in, I don't know, every other school that plays it in the world. Yep. Uh, the top two badminton players in my grade, number one, Tyler Hislop. Number two, Scott Henson. Sick. Yep. Taking it back for the white man. Taking it back. Shuttle- the white man plays guitar. Shuttlecocking. Shuttlecocking. <laughs> Uh, Army One. This is actually something I had wanted to watch for a while because number concept... three badminton player, Chris O Young. O Young, Chinese. O H. No, no. J Irish. Irish O apostrophe Young. Huh. Chinese. Full Chinese. Full Chinese. Well, I guess they moved to Canada and chose name. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what sounds good? Uh, Chow Young O Young. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is something I wanted to watch for a while because the concept seems silly. And also, I like Nick Cage. So, I'm glad it was an option. I'm glad it was, and we were given the option of Army of One or any Nick, or Cage, Nick Cage movie. Cage. And we're like, yeah, yeah this, this seems fun. We'll check yeah. it out. Uh, this movie very quickly... Because when you get into a 2010s Nick Cage movie, yeah. you're like, what kind of cage am I going to yeah. get? How much scenery is he chewing up? What silly thing is he doing? Yeah. What, or, gimmick, or, what gimmick does he got? Or is he doing nothing and it's fucking boring? Yes. Because that's on the table a with a lot of those. Yeah. But it very quickly answered the question of whether it's going to be Crazy Cage or Boring Cage. And this was Crazy Cage. Crazy Cage. And it was great. I said, Scott. Hey, he can't possibly keep this voice up the whole time, can he? I thought can the same he? thing. Spoiler, he did. he did. He did the whole fucking time. 
<laughs> I didn't take a lot of notes for this, but not because there weren't notes to take, but because I was just kind of enjoying the ridiculousness of I, the yeah, concept. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed it too. So uh, it's based on a true on a true story. Yeah, I mean a, re- a real guy. There's some ultra, a real like, guy whose voice is not as silly. Not as, as silly, Nick but Cage's still voice. Silly. It's silly, but Nick Cage really went for it. He's like, I'm going to make fun of this so guy. He's got a full beard, long hair, gray, gray, gray and white. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's based on a real guy who. Kind of just like, like a, like a total loser who had a total no, loser. nothing going on. Yeah, and but by all psychological tests, is not crazy. Nope. But is also crazy. Yeah, he's un <laughs> like he's a non a, a non diagnosable crazy person. Yeah, like doctors wouldn't be able to tell you he's crazy. He's not delusional. He's not schizophrenic. He's not whatever. Bipolar, he's nothing. But also he's crazy. But also he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so he. Uh, this so this, this movie takes place uh, post nine eleven. Yep. Where the government after is, after the best year on record two thousand one two thousand one, where uh, he, they are on the hunt for Osama bin Laden, and he's very delusional to the sense of like. It can't possibly be this hard to find him. Like, I could just go to a cave and I'd find him. It did kind of seem like that at the time. Yeah. How can the U.S. military, with all the power and money behind it, not find that fucker for it's 10 of, years? It's a lot of caves, Scott. It's a lot I of caves. I guess it's a lot of caves. Um, and also, too, for like... And also, they never found him and just faked it. Well, and also, for the, for the first, like, several years, they were looking in, like, Afghanistan and... Wrong country. Like, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, like, they weren't looking in the right place. Um... It's pretty so, chill they took no pictures and buried him at sea. There was one picture that only got sent to Obama, and then he deleted it, and that was it. <laughs> T was served. It was, it was just directly to Obama. He was the only one who saw it, and then uh, I'm, I'm Barack Obama, He's and gay. I saw his dead body. And I'm gay. Uh, and I'm gay. Uh, <clears throat> so he... Just becomes... The, he, he's, he's obsessed with going, and he believes that he's being visited by God. Which God? The, uh, the one true God, Muhammad. <laughs> the prophet Muhammad. Um, uh, the God, God played by, I don't know, can, I, uh, can we agree maybe the, uh, the most annoying person that's ever been born, Russell Brand? He's up there. Uh, He's up there. I hate him. <laughs> I genuinely funny, hate like, him. I think he means well, but I hate him. <laughs> I don't know if he means well. Maybe he well, doesn't mean though. well. Like, I don't, He's he seems like one of those guys where he, or like, I guess not necessarily guy, like uh, anyone who doesn't know how to turn it off. Yeah, that, like, oh, he, he lives the he, gimmick twenty four seven. He can't. There is no real Russell no, no. Brand. He seems human like a, being. a bad hang. Yeah, like he's Russell Brand the yeah. character. Yeah, he would not be a good hang. Yeah, but I, I think like I think I'm with him politically. Yeah, he's very right. He's very left leaning. He's he's very he's harsh right wing right like us. He's very left leaning for sure. Yeah. Um but, but yeah, but I, knock it off. I think he, yeah, he just I can't imagine what a regular just like mellow evening with Russell Brand I can't is even, like. I can't picture it. Do, but I do respect that he got to fuck Katy Perry. Sure. I I'm down with that. Kitty Perry? Kitty Perry. I'm down with Kitty Perry. Yeah. Um so, yeah, he believes that Russell Brand, who is God, is visiting him yeah. and has told him he needs to go to Pakistan and to capture, capture Osama bin, bin Laden. Laden alive. Capture him. And bring him to justice in America. Yeah. 
So he like, and also he's like he's a he's a patriot. He's a patriot. He loves America. Somehow, USA number one, yeah. except for Texas because Texas is first. <laughs> and like cars came up, and he was and he was like uh, uh, American, the makers of the fastest non-fascist automobiles in the world. Because Italian and German make faster ones. Yes, obviously, but can't um, be can't be fascist. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he loves America, and uh, he goes to uh, goes to the bar with his best buddies, Will Sasso and Paul Shear. Good, good buddies good, to have. Some good bald men. Good buddies to have. Two strong bald men. Yeah. All right, I like all of that casting. One of them's got better teeth than the other one. <laughs> Sasso is a little less gappy than uh, than Mister Shear, but it, it's it's charming on Shear. Yeah, and good enough for June Diane Raphael, so it's good enough for me. I don't like the pronunciation of her last name. I don't either. <laughs> Raphael. I don't want to sound like a Ninja Turtle. Well, too bad. You're, you are a Ninja Turtle. Uh, so yeah, he explains to them what the plan is. That, yeah. that he's going to Pakistan, he's going to get Osama bin Laden, and he's going to bring him back to America to face justice. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you, you're you a construction worker who sleeps at the construction sites because you don't have a yeah, home. Yeah, at, at the sites or my house. Or my house on the couch, yeah. yeah. Where he just sits there and watches, like, the the news full blast while yelling also at yelling at the TV <laughs> in the middle of the night. Which is, that's a fun way to live. That's a very fun way to live. I like full volume news, yelling at it, in the middle of the night, Someone else's someone house. house. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that sometime. I'm gonna ask to stay at someone's house and then just scream at the TV. I'm sorry, I'm just real jacked up about this Russia-Ukraine thing. I'm a patriot. God told me to get Putin. Get Putin. Uh, oh, I'll get. Some get busy Putin. living or get busy Putin. <laughs> yeah, I Putin a lot. Uh, so yeah, I mean he. He he decides that he's gonna train to go. He goes to the home to the Home Depot yeah. or like a knockoff Home Depot, I guess. Maybe a Lowe's. Could yeah yeah. Um, a Rob Lowe's. A Stuckies. Is that a, is that a thing? Uh, a Shoney's. <laughs> Shoney's. So he he's like walking through the aisles like he works there, telling all of the customers over top of the employees like yeah. what they need to be doing, what the correct thing is. Don't you don't want to buy this because like, I believe one of them is don't buy uh, that toilet. It's made in Africa. Yeah, he pretty much said like don't buy this toilet. It's made by pygmies in Africa who don't even shit. They don't so take big not, shit. So yeah. that's not going to handle your so American it's not shit. Gonna take, it's not going to take your American shit. Why would you buy a faucet from a country having a drought? <laughs> or like that doesn't even bathe, wasn't it, or something well, like that? There were two. There was yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. So like he's just going around spouting. Why would you these... buy a shower head from a country shower that doesn't bathe? Head. Don't buy a faucet from a country that's having a drought. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> that, that is a guy I like. Um, so then he, I would, uh, I would definitely hang out with uh, with this guy before Russell Brand. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so he he runs into uh, why can I never remember her first name? Uh, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy McClendon, McClendon Covey, 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 Covey. of uh, Reno Nine One One fame. Yeah, and, and what's, uh, was it? Is she a Goldberg? What's her deal? She's a Goldberg. Yeah, she's the Mama Goldberg. People like that show. I've never seen a second. I've seen a little bit of it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a yeah. It sounds like a a pretty good network sitcom. Yep. But at the end of the day, still yeah. a network sitcom. I like so Jeff Garland. I haven't been Jeff like, Garland's pretty funny. I do like Jeff Garland. Uh, the, uh, some of the cast and crew do uh, not, not like, like him. Jeff Garland. Hmm. Uh, shame. Might have been a little handsy. Oh. Well. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe he learned that from his character on Curb. 
I mean, his character on Curb is one of the best characters on Absolutely. television. Absolutely. Just can't stop cheating on his bitch Absolutely. wife. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they run into each other and he, like, you know, they like start flirting with each other. And he asks her out. And then uh, she says, I had such a big crush on you in high school. And I said... Am I supposed to believe that these two are the same, same age? age or even within four years of each other? Because he looks 65 and she looks 40. Yeah. Maybe 45. I'm like, that doesn't add up. Oh, no. It, uh, I meant to look at what their actual ages are, but like I know that they're not close Yeah, age. one, like, their characters be. don't look the same age. And two, Nick Cage and Wendy McClendon Covey are not the same age. Uh, Nick at all. Nick Cage was born in 1964. And Wendy, nope, that's not how you spell Wendy. Wendy, nope, and she is. Where'd you go? You were just right there. She was born sixty-nine, closer. Uh, yeah, wow. In age than I thought. She looks great for her age. She does. Nick Cage looks his age. She does. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe that. Neither can I. So I'm... in this, well, she's... I, t- I you know what? I delete that note. <laughs> I delete the note where I question how old they are. Yeah. So she's 47 in this movie? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're still not... And what did you say Cage was? Uh, 60... 62? Okay. So they're 47 and 54. Cl- definitely closer than I thought. 64. Yeah, I, 64. I was thinking like... 1964? Oh, even closer. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're five years apart. Yeah. Huh. So they wouldn't wouldn't have been in high school together unless unless someone's slow. (laughs) Someone might be slow. Uh, Yeah, I just said they were, yeah, 45 and 65. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's crazy that Nick Cage is that young still. Yeah. He's had a life. (laughs) Mind-boggling. Well, then I delete that note. So uh, the next note I wrote was... uh, Nick Cage isn't 60 yet? No. It seems like he should be 75. I, I agree. But that's crazy. <laughs> we got a lot of cage left. We got a lot of cage left. That's good. All right. Army um, of two. Army of three. Ooh. Because he's going to get he's gonna get Osama, and then he's going to get Hus- Saddam Hussein, and then he's going to get our boy Gaddafi. <laughs> Idi Amin. <laughs> Idi Amin. Wasn't there? Oh, yeah. He makes an Idi Amin reference later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the next note I made was just... Ah, a Greg Giraldo appearance. I wrote, aw, Giraldo. Yeah. Made me sad. Well, you coked up Colombian. <laughs> now you're dead. And you've been dead for a long time. Yeah. It's He's been dead longer than uh Then I've been alive. Did. He died before I was born. Did you know that? Oh. Yeah. yeah. 2008. I was going to say, he died... Like He's been dead longer than his actual career lasted. Oh, yeah. Like, he was a thing for four years. For some of the 2000s. Yeah, and then he fucking died. And he's been... Uh, they, I, I would guess he died around 08, 09. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, he's, like, watching TV again, and there's just, like, a clip of a Greg Giraldo doing, like, Osama Bin Laden stand-up on the TV. 2010. There you go. So, uh... Yeah, so he, he starts to, like, kind of date uh, Wendy McClendon, and... Uh, then uh, she has a, a daughter who is non-verbal autistic. She does not say a word in the movie, right? No. Yeah. But she's like in a wheelchair, but I don't think she's autistic, but she's just non-verbal. She's in a wheelchair. She has a strong chin. 
And she does not say a word. Maybe she's inbred. Maybe she's royalty. Maybe Wendy McClendon Covey uh, sired a child with uh, uh, Jim McClendon Covey <laughs> and produced this this fine specimen. Maybe. Uh, oh, also uh, in terms of spotting actors, uh, uh, Nick. Nick Cage because he's on his character's on dialysis yeah and his uh, his kidney doctor is uh, Matthew, Modine, Matthew Modine who's too skinny yeah but I think I think he's one of those like uh, like Mahalo white guys like I think he's he, a he is go surfing like he eats only seafood uh, he's, no not even like he eats only seeds he, or yeah he eats <laughs> seeds or seaweed yeah that's it like I think he's one of those guys I don't think yeah. he's too skinny I think I, he's just like that like beach life I get he, just, he seems gaunt I feel like he used to have a little more meat on his yeah. he was never like big yeah. or chonky but he used to no. be kind of average sized yeah. and now he's like below average nice like, this and uh and Stranger Things, I'm like, yeah, you're a little too skinny. Yeah. Are you... Dude, l- as long Ma- as he's healthy and happy. Yeah, so. if, if, look, if he's healthy and happy, great. But Matthew Modine, hit me up, let me know you're okay. Yeah. I worry about you. I worry about you too. Get, eat a sandwich. Uh, so, yeah, he's go- convinced that he's going to buy a, y- buy a yacht or a boat. Yeah. He's going to sail to Pakistan. From the from West Coast. From the West Coast, from San Diego. Yeah. And capture him, bring him back. Yep. Uh, then he everyone, has never sailed before and can't swim. And also everyone tells him, like, that's fucking insane. That's a tough one. <laughs> that's a real tough get. So uh, he still... Then he... But he, like, doesn't... He works part-time as a construction guy. He doesn't have money. So he's going to trick his dialysis doctor, Matthew Modine, into giving him money. Because he has before, apparently. Because he has before, <laughs> which he didn't pay back, I guess. I guess. So he uh, tells him that he wants to buy a boat to sail with Osama Bin Laden. And he's kind of like, ha, good gag, yeah. good gag. He's but like, seriously. What do, you, what, what do you really need it for? And he's like, oh, shit, I don't know. That, shit that didn't work. Um, engagement ring? Engagement ring? And he's like, yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> Deal, I'll give you the I money. Su- I support this. So he buys the shit the boat um he goes <laughs> he goes to leave and gets uh arrested yeah or just gets like oh, the boat impounded yeah because he his boat was illegally docked. Uh, docked but then he like sailed away before like the uh, harbor master harbor went master. To, <laughs> went to fetch reinforcements yeah. uh but then he uh then he just fucked up sailing, I think, and like, yeah, oh, yeah, and, and ended up in Mexico. Yeah, he ended up in yeah. Mexico. He crashed in Mexico and like woke up like on the beach. Yeah, uh, and right like, near the beach. Pakistan. And uh, so he goes back. Why to are America. all these Pakistanis speaking Mexican? I don't know. They just uh, get, they got uh, colonized by the Mexicans. <laughs> um, one day, I would like to do a podcast just about Germany trying to get Mexico to invade the USA. Yeah, that that's a real fun podcast. I like that. Um, but yeah, so he ends up back in the United States, back with uh, Wendy, and tell and tells her like this is him sort of like like selling her like I I know I can get Osama bin Laden. I just have to get to Pakistan and I can do it. And uh, she's like like okay like i'm gonna be supportive whatever you gotta do pal she's like i i'm i guess i'm on your side and uh so it's just a series of him like okay well now i'm gonna all i have to do is i just have to get into israel fly to israel which at some point (laughs) someone uttered the phrase israel rocks and i uh i responded to it in text uh all capitals actually it does not (laughs) 
Well, it was the gift that he brought back for her. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. He brought her back like a little bottle with rocks in it that, that said, said Israel, Israel rocks. rocks. And I said, I disagree, sir. I, d- I also disagree. I'm a conscientious objector. Yeah. Uh, Israel commits war crimes. Every day. Untested war crimes <laughs> that no one seems to want to punish them for. No. And cool. now we don't have a podcast anymore. Whoops. Oops. Nope. Super monetized. Yeah. Um... So yeah, he says all he has to do is get in, get to Israel, and he can hang, hang glide, glide into, into Pakistan. Pakistan. I don't know if you've seen a map; it's still a little ways. Um, yeah, like why not? It's go like to, I don't know anywhere else in the Middle East. It's like three kind of big countries it between is. them. Yeah, it, you got to do all of Afghanistan, uh, some more Iraq, m- Middle East, part of Iraq, and uh, yeah, probably in Iraq or Iran. Um, let's throw a Turkmenistan in there just for fun. I wonder. Uh, what Google Maps will tell me is the best way to get from Israel to Pakistan. Give me, give me Jerusalem to Abbottabad. <laughs> I can't seem to find a way to get you there. <laughs> well, probably because you're not allowed to get there. So Israel is, you'd have to go over part of Jordan, part of Sa- almost all of Saudi Arabia. Bunch of Saudi Arabia, then Afghanistan? Or even more in between. Oh, I guess... Uh, no, sorry. If you go this way, Israel... If you take the fast route. Jordan, Iraq, Iran, and then into Pakistan. Yeah. So, But if you go the other... Like the the southern way, it's all of Saudi Arabia, Oman, and then Pakistan. But that's probably... That's probably about the same. But yeah, like, I don't know. You could have gone to Oman. You could have gone yeah, to ba- India. Yeah, basically all of... Yeah, st- straightest line. Like, all of... Jordan, Iraq, Iran. Yeah. That's a lot. That's the, the, the whole Middle East. The whole Middle East. So he, he goes and buys like a USA number one uh, glider, like the American flag on it. Uh, that, I thought that scene was kind of funny where he was like trying to explain to him like, yeah. okay, I got to take this all the way to Israel. If I was to cut this up into pieces, how many pieces, how many pieces? would I need to cut it up to? Three, Three four, five? He's like, well, no, it needs to be one it's piece to work, sir. <laughs> he's like, but I need to cut it up to get it there. So he he goes. He th- he's, he's, he's like, he's in Lebanon or Jordan? Um, it says. I think it says at the bottom of the screen. I think it says Jordan or Lebanon or something. When he does the hang gliding? When he does the hang gliding. I thought it was Israel. It, eh, maybe it is. But I thought, I thought it was somewhere that wasn't Israel. Maybe. Maybe it's... Um, yeah, maybe it's Jordan. Yeah. So then he, said, like, he sees these two little kids and he's like, oh, I'm going go, to go to Pakistan. And he goes, hey, you kids, uh, you kids Israelis? And they just like, are like, where are you from? Are you guys born, born in Israel? And they just like kind of look at him like he's a crazy person. Yeah. And then there's a big gust of wind that knocks him off the mountain and he breaks his leg. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow just like makes it back to America. And there... So, yeah, he broke his leg there. And then even before... Before he started sailing, he had a broken arm, which they attributed to a construction site injury. Yeah. And I'm like, did uh, Nick did Nick Cage get all these injuries for real? And they wrote them in, or or maybe he got like work jo- workplace injured to get money to go and to pay for things. Mm-hmm. Like that would maybe. make sense because yeah. how, how although they never address the- that, no, they don't, but. Um, so yeah, then he, he gets back, he's got the broken leg, he's living with Wendy and her daughter again, and, uh, 
he's sort of like very still very invested in going. Like he he's like I just need to get my leg healed and then I can go. I'll be fine. No, I'm going to make it there. I'm going to get him. <laughs> and she's sort of like still vague like she's still supportive but a yeah, little bit less but getting supportive. a little like, tired of this yeah, shit she's just sort of like come come on man come on like let's move on yeah so but then, is it is it now he actually starts to get kind of complacent or yeah i mean because it leads to a very important scene he starts getting really close with the daughter and thinks like yeah. maybe this is maybe this is what i want yeah a family like a, a real life and yeah. like you know maybe this is over and then he's at the bar and is revisited by his good friend, uh, God Russell Brand. God Russell Brand. Who then says, hey, uh, remember that fucking uh, mission I gave you? Maybe we could uh, get back on that and stop uh, stop playing house. And uh, I would like to quote, uh, I would like to quote God <laughs> right now, who says, it really bugs me when men let woman shit get in the way of man business. Oh. In case you're wondering, God said God that. said that. So, just a heads up. Um, so, yeah, he then kind of has, like, a mental breakdown about it because he wants to go. But she does, like, she's mad at him that yeah. he, like, changed his mind after telling her that. So he goes to the bar and gets drunk with his friends. And there, so there is, a, like, a lot of this movie when he's doing dialogue, he does talk directly into the camera. Like, he's talking <laughs> to you. Yeah. So there is a point where he's drunk in the bar and he's talking about making the movie of his life. And he's like, who would play me? Like, oh, maybe this guy, maybe this guy. He's like, I don't know. How about, uh, how about Nick Cage? Like, don't you think I look a lot like Nick, Nick Cage? Nick Cage and Con Air? Like, I, I didn't. Ha, I didn't care for that. Ha. We didn't need the meta bit. Yeah. We're already getting a meta Nick Cage movie, which I want to see. Yeah. But, Jesus Christ. So. That wasn't necessary. Then, uh, I mean, then he starts having a, uh, he's a big old dream where you get to see uh, a guy playing Osama Bin Laden who's yep. just like a total cool bro. Yep. Who's broing out and talking about like, like his, his buddies, uh, like Idi Amin and uh, he's like essentially kind of doing like a Cribs situation. Yeah, kind of a Cribs pimp my ride situation. Yeah, like an MTV Cribs where he's like... Uh, uh, no, over here, this is, like, where I put all my pictures, this is where my, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, so he, like, th- then he, like, just has, like, a total freak out, uh, like, about how he has to go get him. Like, now yeah. he's taunting him. Mm-hmm. Um, does he, what does he do again? So he, go, he goes He gets back, all his papers. He gets all his papers. And actually flies to Pakistan. To Pakistan. And then he ends up staying, like... In a like hostel, yeah, with these like and like it's you know there's a guard because everything's <laughs> fucked up. Yep, and uh, yeah, he just like stays in the country. He's trying to f- find anyone that will tell him where it's somewhere. Somewhere, maybe just talking to the like the hotel guy and the man with the gun. Uh, how uh, a, a Timothy Dalton best Bond yep. <laughs> comes up? That comes up twice, I think. That and then earlier <laughs> in the movie too. Um, and he doesn't refer to him as Osama bin Laden. He has to refer to him as the bearded one. The bearded one. Have you yeah. seen the bearded one? Is there a bearded one? You know where the bearded? Because there aren't any others of those in Pakistan. No, just one guy. Well, he heard, that, he heard that's what the locals call him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just that, yeah, yeah. So he's there, and like he's he, he spends like a long time there. He starts to lose his mind because he's getting nowhere. Wait, and as he's losing his mind, I notice that he uh, he wakes up the same way I do, which is. Uh, 
shooting out of bed, brandishing a samurai sword, yelling, try it, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's the only way to wake up. Um, They... There was a missed opportunity for a joke where he's in like the market bazaar mm. in uh, in Pakistan, where because he wants to buy something for the daughter. Yeah, he and, wants to buy her like a, a dress or something. Yeah, and I thought they were going to do a miscommunication joke, um, and, and I, I wrote it before the scene was over. I I wrote, "Tell me when he's asking." For a present to buy a girl, they misunderstand and sell him a, a girl. girl? Yeah. yeah, I was very I disappointed they didn't do that. Yeah, I don't think it's that kind of movie though. It's unfortunately. not. Unfortunately, uh, I was also not a fan of the outdoor dentistry. Oh, that that was weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. need that in my life. No, uh, I can't remember. It was uh, what was the situation? But just a very funny sentence that was uttered was, you are genuflecting too aggressively. <laughs> when someone was like bowing too much. Yeah. Or, I can't remember what it was, but yeah. very funny. So like at this point, is just like a bunch of, of Cage like just doing the insane Cage stuff. Yeah. Like he's losing his mind. He's just going around like yelling things, looking for yeah. things. Like, he hasn't had his dialysis in weeks. In weeks, so he's like hallucinating yeah. and he's... Uh, He's, like, losing his mind in his hotel room constantly, like, not sleeping properly. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like, getting... It's real, uh, it's real uh, Martin Sheen in uh, Apocalypse Now. Yes. Yeah. But he doesn't cut his hand open and doesn't also have a heart attack. Um, <laughs> what a crazy movie. What a crazy movie. <laughs> so he... Yeah, so he... Um, I think that's kind of it, right? Because then he, he ends up going back home. Yeah, well, he has this big hallucination, thinks he... Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, finds Osama's cave. Yeah, they have a saber duel. A saber duel, <laughs> and uh, and he gets him. Gets him, and then he wakes up in the hospital. Wakes up in the hospital. Uh, back on dialysis. There's um yeah. So there's also like uh, FBI agents or CIA, CIA, CIA some agents kind of CIA. who are like in an office in Pakistan that just yeah. sort of hear about like some weird white guy doing weird yeah. stuff. Uh, played by uh, Dennis, Dennis O'Hare, O'Hare great gay man, Dennis O'Hare, and uh, and Dwight from the office. Yep. And uh, they're the ones that find him and wake up. And he wakes up in the office in the hospital, and they uh, he tries like you know he's trying to explain to them what's going on, and they send him home. And when he's back home, living with Wendy again, because she's a stupid woman, and why would she kick him out? Um, without... When, Wendy has battered woman syndrome without the battering. Yeah. Yeah. And also, she thought he was really cute in high school. Yeah. When they were in high school together. And he thought she was cute, because he told her he jerked off to her. Yep. Fair. Girls, is that flattering? Do you like that when we tell you that? Because... Because I've jerked off to you, but I haven't told you I have. But if you'd like me to tell you, if you find it flattering, I'll happily tell you that I've jerked off to you. Uh, double for me? I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I have the same stance. Um, Drew, I've jerked off to you. Good. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he goes home. And he's, like, recovering, and he's back on dialysis, sort of. And then the story kind of uh, gets out about him going to look for Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And he kind of becomes, like, a very minor, like, local celebrity. Yeah. Um, there's uh, there's kind of a funny part where they reveal that the money he had to go was from Matthew Modine, who sees it with his nurses, and the nurses are kind of like... And they're like, where'd you get the money? Oh, I tricked my kidney doctor into <laughs> my kidney doctor. <laughs> So now he's like back at home and he's recovering and he and he, he like gives her the, the the daughter the dress and like things are kind of going really good and then he sees the announcement 
by uh, uh, Barack Obama. I would have preferred the announcement by The Rock. The Rock Obama. We have compromised um, to a permanent end, <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Uh, and then sort of like, there's like a weird moment of calm. Yeah. And then just a complete breakdown. Burst that into he, tears. That he did it. Like, like, I need to get him. It's me. I have to go. They didn't get him. Yeah. I'm the guy that's going to get him. I have to go back. And then uh, he goes back back and just wanders forever i think so yeah. and just like like just wanders the streets and nothing happens and then that's sort of the end of the movie and then we get to see the real show guy some footage of the real guy on, like the view and stuff yeah um who doesn't have the accent not really not as much as nick <laughs> no. nick is going for it i couldn't believe he kept it up the whole time Th- there's no way he'll be able to oh and he did <laughs> and yeah and then they they tell you at the end that with the money from um, that he was paid for this movie. Uh, dude is uh, back in Pakistan looking for Bin Laden. <laughs> well, I guess that's what you got to do. Respect. You got to the- sell your rights to a movie yep. so that you can get so you can more finance money your craziness. to go do your crazy shit. I like that. I got crazy shit I need to finance. Yeah. So do you. Me too. Um, it's similar stuff. <laughs> show, show tail and walking around tail. <laughs> yep. Um, there's a conversation between Nick and Wendy right near the end, which was legitimately funny and like intentionally funny. Uh, uh, Wendy says, do you want to know what I'm afraid of? And Nick goes, bats. And she goes, no. And he's like, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, fun movie. Mm. I liked it. Yeah, it was crazy enough. Um... But, like, not over-the-top Nick Cage, like, insanity. Yeah. But definitely still falls in the Crazy Cage category. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But it's it's no uh, Color Out of Space or Mandy or Willy's Wonderland or... I have, Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. I haven't seen Jiu-Jitsu, but I assume it's also insane. Yeah. There's crazier Cage, yeah. for sure. Uh, which takes us to Extro. Thank like Extra. 1982. But with an O from 1982 for... Okay, uh, here's the reveal. He's an extraterrestrial. Get the fuck. <laughs> I waited like four and a half hours for that. E.T., the extraterrestrial. Jesus Christ. Get out well, of it's here. Well, it's cool. X means extreme, so he's an extreme terrestrial. Ex- he's a- I would love to be an extreme terrestrial. Uh, this is from Connor slash Condex, whose uh, other pick is uh, Purgatory House. Uh, which we can't find for free. Um, you told me something about using the Opera browser for YouTube, but please clarify <laughs> on how we can watch this movie I'm for free. I'm an old man, and I'm I need help. I'm an old man. <laughs> so, yeah, get uh, get at me. or bar- And I do want to see it, because it is a movie uh, written and directed by a 14-year-old. <laughs> uh, so it does sound very fun, but uh, we need it for free. Yeah. So there. So, Or if you, the listening audience, can find it and download the torrent and send it to us. Yeah. But there isn't a torrent. I, I could not find a torrent. Yeah, I looked. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. So if someone's got the hookup on... Uh, 2004 question mark uh, purgatory house uh, get uh, get at us yep uh, extraterrestrial extraterrestrial uh, backwards legs 
That was the first note I made. It's a hot start. It's got the backwards legs. I like we it. we have a yeah we have a very hot start. We uh, we start fast and first, and then uh, there's a, 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 I guess it's the first scene. I just wrote abrupt cut, <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> all capitals. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I like yeah. So what do we start? So we start. Do we start with the flashback? To father getting beamed up in the first place yes well yeah, yeah that's a start yeah that's a start yeah so yeah so the kid basically sees his dad get abducted by aliens and the and, and the kid is having like recurring nightmares about it and stuff and everyone tells him he's crazy because as far as everyone else is concerned the father just left the family yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it. I wrote two notes that I don't actually know what the context of it Let me is. see what I can do. So I'm just going to say them out loud. Okay. Not right now. Like, just oh. over the course of my <laughs> notes. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton on the beginning. Uh, when? Uh, how early is it when, uh, when I wrote, uh, ooh, there's a stranger outside. Better dim my lights to scary red. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's, that's a little bit that's in. That's a little bit in, but not yeah. super far in. Uh, the first thing I wrote is, oh, a couple of pretty good-looking 80s Brit women. Uh, I wrote the yeah. nanny and the lady with the dog who gets pregnant, but then realized the nanny was French. Yeah. So that's one for and two. And the lady doesn't get pregnant from the dog. So I wish. <laughs> so so I more, wish. more points off. Uh, yeah, French nanny wasn't bad, though. Not bad at all. Yeah. And the other lady, we got to see her. Well, we got to see both their boobies. Yeah. Big old boobies. Not really that big, but just, you know, it's good to look. Who doesn't like a free set of boobs? So, yeah, so do we get the beam down back to Earth? Or is there stuff I'm missing? There's... Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Barack Obama? I'm I'm, I'm honestly kind of blanking on it right now. I uh, even, like, I have notes, but the notes don't help me with... (laughs) With uh, <laughs> uh, the weekly Drew Noises Corner, <laughs> they don't help with notes of uh, the actual plot. But yeah, I think like basically it's a it's it's quite a, quite a way to uh, to come back to Earth. Uh, beam down as a seed, grow into a little monster, uh, rape a woman's mouth, and then she gives birth to you fully formed fully as an adult. <laughs> Yeah. Um, years later, the light returns and plants a seed. A half-human, half-alien creature develops from the seed and is hit by a car. The couple in the car it kills are the soon people killed. in the car. The creature then goes to a cottage nearby where it attacks and impregnates the young woman living there before dissolving. Aliens love impregnating people's mouths. Well, it's, uh, where else are you going to put it? I've never found anywhere no, else. Yeah, it's all mouse stuff. <laughs> um... Then the young, uh, when she awakens her later, her belly rapidly grows to a gargantuan size gargantuan. until she gives birth to a fully formed Sam killing her. Yeah. Sam washes himself, steals the driver's clothes and leaves in the car. Yeah. Um, the only notes that I wrote were, uh, Ooh, mouth tentacle rape. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, I wrote what, so when she gets pregnant, her gut starts making the noises my tum tum makes after a large popcorn chicken from KFC. <laughs> Maybe you're pregnant with a fully grown man. Maybe. I hope it comes out my butt and not my penis. <laughs> 
that would be the I suppose the preferable of the two. Yeah. So when he's back, he uh, he. I, I think before he's back, is like is the kid Tony has is uh, has had some like dreams of him, and then one <laughs> one night he uh, as I described it like oh Tony got his first period. He wakes up yes covered covered in blood, yeah. but with no. <clears throat> no wounds. Are you sure so, that Tony wasn't in happiness? There might have been blood in was his there, BM. Was there a cl- crossover event? Could have been. Could have been. This is a real Chicago Fire, Chicago PD <laughs> situation between extra and happiness. It's Med Fire PD. Whatever. In okay. that order. I don't care. Hospital, fire station, policeman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, so he wakes up just in a pool of blood, uh, mother's like, uh, that probably shouldn't happen, calls the doctor, doctor comes in, he's like, well, uh, doctor yep. says no more monkeys jumping on the bed. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Uh, he is covered in blood, uh, he does not seem injured, yeah. so I guess it's fine. Yeah, just blood. Never little, mentioned little, again. Little blood never hurt nobody. <laughs> But yeah, the the implication is the the only the son has some bit of a psychic connection with with the father, or at least more yeah. than anyone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, then dad's back. Yeah, dad's uh, back and he's pissed. So dad's back and he he makes a phone call to the to the house yeah. to try and get Tony. And I just wrote <laughs> uh, phone call. He speaks about as eloquently as I do at fi- hour five of this fucking podcast. Uh, he well, you know what? Well time Because he can't form words. <laughs> like he's, he's, his alien brain can't put words together. Yeah. But they, he gets it together. Uh, Eventually. Uh, we, did you know that apparently her new boyfriend is Canadian-American? Uh, like what? <laughs> we're, we're, what? Yeah, that's right. Her, yeah, her new squeeze. Um, we see... Uh, so the dad goes and picks the kid up from school. Yes, without telling... Without telling her. And the then wife. she's, like, surprised that he's, like, even there. Because well, yeah, because he's, he's been just, gone, for three, been gone years. for three years. Uh, but then he claims that he can't remember anything that happened. Yeah, he's like, I just remember wake, waking up here. I, I don't know I was up gone. here and that's it. Like, I don't remember anything else. Yeah, so can I... I know you are fucking a new man. Uh, maybe I should also live here because I'm your husband. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad argument. should be fucking this guy if I'm married to you. Yeah. Uh, he then decides... And then the... Is it the boyfriend or the dad? I don't remember which one. Uh, what did I write? Oh, I wrote stepdad. So it was obviously the boyfriend. Yeah. Where uh, I said, ah, a good test to find out if your stepkid is autistic. Uh, invite him to go see planes. <laughs> And he turns down planes. He's probably not artistic because he said, "Oh, I'm gonna go check out the new uh, the new air show thing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you want to come with me?" And he goes, "No, not really. Nah. I'm good. You, like, pa- you mm, passed the test, good. boy. I'm not raising a retard." <laughs> uh, I think the stepdad also at one point says about himself, uh, "Look British, think Yiddish." Yep. Uh, no, thank you. Oh, okay. I I, feel, I I don't need either of those things. I British feel about the same as I feel about Israel rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so a couple of hard disagrees with these uh, with these two. Yeah. I think at one point the uh, the French nanny or whatever uh, fucks her boyfriend, and we get some nice early eighties Bush. Oh yeah, I wrote no Merkin. <laughs> I write uh, yeah, I wrote no Merkin. Yep, that that's. Uh, then I I just put uh, I I popped really hard when they find the car. 
There you go. The they find the car with the dead woman. Yep. Um, the guy who finds the dead body is Spencer Tracy. Is an extra or a featured extra Ooh. in Mr. Bean. Have you seen you seen all Mr. Bean? I believe I have. It's the, been a while, but I've the seen one it. where he has the New Year's Eve party with the two guys from work, and then they turn the okay. clock forward to leave. Yep, it's one of those two guys. Oh wow, yeah, awesome! I, I popped really hard. I was I like, like Holy a fun shit. fact. I've never seen him in anything that's not Mr. Bean. <laughs> those are his big two: Extro and Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Uh, but yeah, no Merkin. Um, so the the father and son spend some quality time together yeah. where uh i don't care for the scene where he like he he puts the poison in the sun by sucking on his shoulder i wrote the i wrote these three words scott i wrote kid sucking scene <laughs> i wrote take that as you will i wrote do not like the child shoulder sucking <laughs> Real weird. Wasn't into it. There was probably a different way to do that, but it was the 80s and the UK, so you do what you want. This grants the sun the power of telekinesis as long as it's scary telekinesis. (laughs) Yeah. He can only do the scary kind. Well... So first, he just makes like a toy spin by itself. Which which freaks him out. Which freaks him out. Uh, But then he, I don't know, gets more of a hold of it. And uh, and makes his toys come, come to, life. to life. There's like a weird midget clown. We got a clown. Murder clown. Yep. And then there was a giant mechanical toy soldier that murders the lady down the stairs. Yep. I definitely wrote, because uh, we'd seen her a couple times and she's annoying. I was like, I can't wait for this old bitch to die in some hilarious way. And I was not disappointed. <laughs> she, uh, The kid has a pet snake because uh, the kid's a weirdo and yeah. uh, everyone who has pet reptiles is a weirdo. But he doesn't like planes, so he's fine. Well, he doesn't have, I didn't say he's autistic. I said he's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at one point the snake gets loose and ends up falling through like a light fixture uh, down a floor into her apartment where it lands in her salad. Uh, that freaks her out. And then she is uh, murdered, murdered by a toy, by a, a live, like human sized yeah. toy soldier. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Cause she hides from it under the couch Yeah, and it stabs with its bayonet through the couch, through the couch and, and kills her. Blood comes everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. My back to back notes where I can't wait for this bitch to die in some hilarious way. And then next note, success. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation mark. Yeah. Uh, then, we get a, uh, then we get a panther in the mix. I wrote a fucking Black Panther. Yep. Not that kind of Black Panther. The real Black Panther. The cool kind. The cool kind. Well, I guess they're both kind of the cool kind. Sure. Sure. Unless they're a Judas type and not the Black Messiah. That is true. Yeah. That's true. Unless they're a, they're a Stanfield, not a Kaluuya. I like both, though. But one's a Judas. I know. And what's the first syllable in Judas? Ooh. Yikes. Mm. Makes you think. Um, look, it's a circle. What's the word for circle? <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, a panther appears and attacks the stepdad. Stepdad dies by panther? Uh, does stepdad... Because step, no, stepdad makes it to, uh, to the farmhouse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right. I right, think right. Uh, must be uh, French nanny. French nanny. Yeah. What I mean, a shame. I mean, there's worse ways to die. 
That a big no, because doesn't the French nanny get turned into the cocoon? Oh, she does. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. She does. She gets and turned into the, cocoon, the egg weird, cocoon. Weird eggs come out of her, and then they place those eggs into green jelly in a uh, turned, in a knocked over fridge. Fridge. Magic fridge. Yeah. To uh, make them open. So who's the kitty kill? Or does the kitty not kill anyone? Maybe the kitty just, kill anyone just, just hangs there. out. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's napping on a bed. Maybe he kills her boyfriend? That's what I said. I thought oh, you meant the, the, the stepdad. Ah, uh, no, I said, ah. sorry, I said the stepdad. No, yeah, the I friend, think that the is right. boyfriend? Yes, maybe, sorry. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Maybe. Uh, here's, here's the one note that I made that I, I'm sure I don't remember what it is. What could this be Oh, about? maybe it was another, I don't know. I just wrote, another day, another 80s rape scene. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get those. You're gonna get them. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee. Um, uh, so where do you, so the the dad takes the son to the their sort of like rural house where property. the father disappeared in the first place. Yeah. And then mother gets word of this, and she and uh, I guess sep- separately she and her boyfriend yes. both. Uh, yeah. Both go there, and then then it's just like a Benny Hill chase scene for <laughs> yeah for a minute. Uh, Michael, whoever the fuck Michael is, gets killed by the panther. I think that that's the yeah French boyfriend. Uh, yeah. yeah, so oh, that's the rape scene. So the rape scene is when they she's asleep. And the dad, like, sneaks into the bedroom and sort of, like, forces himself on her, but she kind of thinks it's the boyfriend. Yeah. And then I wrote, considering there are uh, there are some very good practical effects in the movie, Yeah. the decaying body stuff looked terrible. Some of it did, yeah. Like, the back wound and the face wound oh, just that looked, looked bad. super shitty. Yeah, that looked bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then, um, let's see what we got here, uh, so, yeah, so Sam turns into an alien. Yeah, I was dad, trying to think the if, there, if there was anything no, I don't before that. I think so. Um, so yeah, he, he aliens up, he, uh, he's, he screams loud at, at the, uh, the boyfriend, at the boyfriend stepdad and, uh, makes his eardrums explode yep, and, and die. His brain melts. Yeah. And uh, and then he uh, then he yeah he goes full alien. Uh, son is part alien. Yeah. At this point, uh, mother happens upon them in the uh, yeah. in the moonlight, and yeah. uh, and and father and son get beam beam on back up to beam the up. Uh, beam me up mothership, and uh, mom uh, goes back mo- to the apartment. Mom has a weird story to tell, and she, yeah, she goes back to the apartment, and then depending on what ending you see she uh she walk the, the apartment is just like a glowing white at this point uh she uh walks past the panther who uh, who tips his hat to her <laughs> madam madam because cats are polite and uh she goes to the uh the the f- fridge egg room and uh she picks up one of the uh, pul- pulsating egg things it uh does a big old uh, and uh thing pops out and rapes her mouth. 
<laughs> and that's the And so that was the new ending that they filmed. Yeah. Because the original ending they filmed, uh, she goes back and all the eggs have hatched. Yeah. And, and are, they are clones of her son. Yeah. Uh, which look terrible because it's a bunch of very different boys <laughs> in uh, white masks. Which I don't like. They're not supposed to look like masks, but they look like masks. Yeah. And the the producer or executive producer says, uh, "We this looks bad. We <laughs> we can't do this." Yeah. Uh, so they refilmed uh, a second mouth rape. But I, the original intention was it to be a bunch was for it to be a bunch of boys. And if they could have made it look better, a bunch of boys, <laughs> it would be that. So. Uh, let us know. Give us a call at 591-ROCK, 591-ROLL, and let us know if you stand on egg ending or boy ending. I'm uh, I'm a boy man myself. <laughs> I That's what I've always told people, so... Um... I just, want to say, I just want to say one really mean thing before Uh-oh. we get to the final movie. Um, uh, noted former friend of the show, I guess, um, uh, one Alan Greasy, uh, just posted a promo video for his match on Friday, uh-huh. and uh, he is conservatively 400 <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on to the final thank Christ. We started started last what did, week. What did I say? 2.45 p.m. was when we started. It yep. is currently 8.17 p.m. And we had a little break in between. Break. We're, yeah. um, this is going to be considerably shorter than last I week. We're getting very good at this. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think we're, we're awful at everything. It'd be cool. I think if after this, this podcast, uh-huh. we should kill ourselves. I would Murder feel, Suey, but both of us kill ourselves. I would I would feel bad for the last group of movie people, but yes, I support this. I am uh, I am on board. I I would I will go back on uh, on what I said earlier in the podcast uh, about probably not going to kill myself, and uh, I will kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, we left. Maybe the best one for last. It's a good one. I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. And then I really liked what I got myself into. Yeah, I remember seeing this uh, movie box, the box art for it, at Roger's Video. On, jokes absolutely. On uh, the 39th Avenue and West Boulevard. <laughs> How more specific can I get? And I was being like, that's a thing I could rent, and then just never got around yep. to it. And uh, and then didn't for another 20-something years. But I'm glad you, could, someone... you rented this? I it was it was all it was on the docket to rent. No, I meant oh, like for this. Oh yeah, I, I went to I went to uh, Blockbuster. Sick. Yeah. Roger's closed. How are they doing? I mean, <laughs> they um, they probably should have bought Netflix. <laughs> yeah, God. for for ten million dollars. God, can't even imagine and what not, life would be like if that had actually happened. And not listen to CEO Jim Blockbuster saying. Nah, people like to go into a movie they, store. If there's this one, shit's a fact. If there's one thing people like. It's getting up, getting dressed, leaving yeah. their house, driving ten minutes away. If there's one thing Americans two love, hours wandering around looking at everything. If there's one thing Americans love, it's not being lazy. Correct. 
it's doing the more labor-intensive thing of two <laughs> yeah. options. So, it was a good job, Jim Blockbuster. Good job, Jim. You, you blew it. You blew it! But um, that, that is a different world, though. So, I don't think I ever really knew this movie existed. I knew, I knew it existed, and I knew there was some weird shit in it, but didn't really know what. Because um, I've heard, like, allusions to it before. Yes. So possibly from Guns N' Roses in Use Your Illusion. Mm. I uh, immediately like at the very beginning it was giving me movie 43 vibes but but like good. Yeah, no, I I get you. Like yeah. a series of things that are just like ridiculously uh obscene. Yeah. But like no like balls on your neck and uh, <laughs> talking about shit. Less of that. Yeah. Uh, so we start off with John Lovitz uh, being a heterosexual being a straight a for heterosexual the second boy. movie. Crazy, very crazy. Uh, I like this. He's scene. out on a date with one of the main characters, yeah. whose name was uh, has some J's in it. Jambaga, Jamba Juice, Jujuga, Jim Jam. Jimmy Zendaya Jamaloo, uh, where he kind of is like, Hey, I'd like to take this to the next step, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> and she goes, uh, Yeah, I've seen your face. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm probably. And then he kind of has like a little bit of a meltdown about a little being, bit of a uh, restaurant meltdown. Uh, so they uh, they go separate ways, and then we don't see John Lovitz again until towards the end. Yeah, but uh, but they, I liked the scene because. He's uh, it, it like after she breaks up with him af- at the restaurant. He's like, "Well, like, I, I I got you this like cool, expensive like antique ashtray thing that you're into." Um, so so yeah, I got it. And she's like, "Oh my god, this is like such an incredibly thoughtful yeah. thing." And he's like, "Yeah, and you can't have it." bitch because dudes rock <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give it to somebody who wants me yeah it was great it was very it was, it was like it was a legit like good performance by yeah. by Lovitz. yep uh so then the next thing we get to see is uh, a strawberry blonde chubby pathetic guy shows up scott i didn't know you were in this is that hurtful enough i mean you are philip seymour hoffman I am Philip Seymour. Except Hoffman. for you haven't uh, gotten Soon up the courage to kill yourself. To, to die of a heroin overdose. Yeah. But it's coming. It's coming. I'd be sad if it didn't. <laughs> uh, so he's sort of playing like a like a pathetic loser guy who's like I found him unrelatable. Very horny for his uh, like downstairs but, neighbor. Yeah, but also I'll, kind of any women. <laughs> Well, not any women. Not any women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's almost every. He's woman. very much like a sexual deviant. Like he's yeah, he's, and he, he makes like obscene phone calls. He makes obscene phone calls to women while touching himself. Yeah, and then uh, like finishes and uh, <laughs> um, then uh, and oh, and while he's in therapy with his therapist Dylan Baker. Uh, again, a, another weird second. So we've already had John Lovitz playing a straight twice, which is insane. Yep. Uh, the the second mention of uh, raping a woman to the point of your dick oh. slash cum coming out, out her, her mouth. Well, cuties in this. 
Cuties and Happiness. A couple of nice picks. And you know what? Kind of in the same... Two of our favorite pedophile movies. Kind of in Spoiler. the same vein, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's, like, obsessed with a woman who lives downstairs. Uh, he, like, is constantly talking about how much he wants to just, like, do do everything used... you could ever think of to her. He used the word pump a lot. There was a lot of I pumping. Didn't, I didn't like it. Pumpers like to pump. Pumpers, I'm a tumbler. I'm a tumbler. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. Tumblers, tumblers better than pumpers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you disagree? Give us a call. Yeah. Um, so he, he eggs are boys, tumblers are pumpers. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's uh, very much obsessed with her, and he talks about how much he wants to do bad things to her. And then the I think that's it for his opening scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the next scene is then we see uh, his uh, therapist uh, Dylan Baker. Mm-hmm. Going uh, on his way home from the office, and he stops at the stops at the corner store. Corner store, and he's uh, like just kind of walks by and sees. And all also, the- uh, this is how you know uh, this movie's in 1998. Multiple wrestling magazines. Yes, in the uh, in the magazine section. Yes, uh, not just one, and also not in every store. You've got WWF magazine. You've got Raw magazine. That's right. They had two. Oh. You've got Pro Wrestling Illustrated. You've got like, and then like three uh, Wrestling Weekly and yep. a bunch. Yeah, but I'm like, wow, this is 1998. Yep. Uh, back when it was a it was a thing that people gave a shit about. When everyone watched wrestling instead of just weird nerds like it is now. Uh, fags like us. Um. So he's perusing the uh, magazines as he uh, as he's going through, and sure. he uh, takes a little peek at a uh, a, a kids. Tween Teen Magazine with uh, some cute Jonathan Taylor Thomas type boys on it. Magazine was uh, cool with a K. Cool with a K. And then we see him... uh, Purchases it. We see him walking out and Mm -hmm. he uh, decides he's going to get in the back of his car Mm -hmm. and uh, does nothing bad. Mm, I don't know about Uh, that part. He he gives a new meaning to the term... Tiger beat. This is this is a tiger beat I can relate to. And I wrote tiger beat and then in brackets off. Off. Yeah. 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 This Re- is a real tiger beat Respect. off. Respect. So he... Now, I'm going to tell you what I didn't like about this scene. Um, nothing? Huh? I hope the answer is nothing. Uh, so I know that it's obviously not a real jerk off and that it is just implied. Okay. Maybe this could be the same thing I had. Go on. I was uncomfortable with a child actor in the background getting into a car. Yeah. But like, obviously he, like, he's not in the car jerking off, but the implication made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I wrote, um, who among us hasn't jerked off to cool with a K magazine in the back seat of their car in broad daylights. <laughs> Look, I've jerked off in my car in the Metro town <laughs> parking lot, but that's underground <laughs> and I go to the far corner. I'm not bothering yeah, anyone. I don't want anybody to see. What am I going to do work? <laughs> I have to jerk off in the Metro town parking lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, I could give everybody a free show. I look, Hey, I'm doing a service. I used to do it in like the shared bathroom, mm. and like so, like, like not not an individual bath, like yeah. like a like a four like a four stall bathroom. Yeah. So like other people are walking in. So look, I'm in the car. No one else is in the car. I'm um, not hurting anyone. I'm carbon. They're carbon. I got I can, I can jerk off to dog porn in the Metro Time parking lot if I want to. Yeah. What's the problem? What's the problem? Yeah. Uh, so he finishes. And, uh, <laughs> he does finish. Then he goes home, and uh, 
He's and the cum talk continues. And, oh, it is so goddamn gross. Who? So he's got I mean, a, he's got a son who's like ten, maybe twelve. 10-11. Uh, actually, they might have said 12. They might have said 12? Yeah. So he's like, you know, comes home, says hello to his wife, and he's sort of just like going about his post-work evening, mm-hmm. and uh, his son approaches him, and he goes, Dad, what does come mean? And he goes, huh, well, where did you hear that from? And he goes, well, one of the boy, all the boys at school have told me that they've they, come. They've done it. And I haven't come yet. Yeah. So what has come? And like... You've seen... And you, you remember having the cum talk with your dad? No, I didn't have the cum talk with that. Um, I, but you've I, seen other movies and shows where, like, the parent is awkward about it. And they're sort of like, well, when two people love each other and they... Dylan, uh... Takes D- a different route. Dylan's pretty upfront. D- Dylan looks you right in the eye when he shakes your hand. And he, yeah, he straight up tells him, well, you, uh, your penis gets erect. And then you jerk your penis, and yep. then a and then, uh, a white fluidy sticky substance comes comes out the end, and that's come, and that's come, and then he there's like a pause, and then he asks his son Billy, "Have you ever come? Have you ever come?" And the kid's like, "Yeah, yeah, all the time, constantly. I'm coming right now. I'm coming right now. <laughs> have you? Have you? It's okay if you haven't." And then he it, eventually the son admits he has not come. Yeah. He's like, "Why well, have you jerked off?" He's like, I'm "Sort of." I've tried, I've tried. Leave me alone. Yeah, let me do it. Uh, So then there's that first awkward thing that happens. Yep. Um, Uh, Cut to Philip Seymour Hoffman jerking off. There was one thing that I wrote before that. Ah. Uh, So, like, the wife then gets a phone call uh, from her mom. Yeah. And the mom says, like, oh, like, your father's leaving me. She's like, what? Like, yeah, your dad decided he doesn't want to be with me anymore, so he's leaving, and he's divorcing me. And then he goes, well, let me talk to dad. So she go, like, goes to talk to dad. I'm like, yeah. are you divorcing mom? He goes, what the fuck Jesus are you telling me? Jesus Christ. Christ. Like, did I say fucking divorce? Did I say fucking divorce? So like, they hang up the phone, they get into an argument, and then it's like, he's like, I'm leaving you because I just want to be alone. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's the reason why I don't want to get married in the first place. I want to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> I like my freedom. Yeah, and I, I I love the way he handled it because like she's like it's it's another woman you've met someone else he's like no, no. I love no one I love no one <laughs> I, I want to be alone I loved that yeah I'm like okay I've got my well I was gonna say I've got my guy in the movie but I also have Philip Seymour Hoffman and I also have Dylan Baker yeah so I've got a lot of guys in this movie you got a lot of, you got a lot of horses in this race yeah, I do so <laughs> then we get PSH's vinegar strokes yep. And a full-on blast He's, of the wall. <laughs> yep. Just wrecks that wall. Disgusting. Yep. N- n- nice nice stuff. But you know what? Called back later. Very important part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, the end. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next note I wrote, I don't remember the context. I, I guess for. I should say what, the, uh, what I actually wrote for that one. Oh. Uh, attaboy, PSH. Big cums. Big cums. <laughs> He's got them rat balls. Ugh. No? And a rat penis, tiny. I'm gonna... Like you? You've got a tiny penis and big balls? Is that what you're saying? Because you're Philip Seymour Hoffman? Regular penis. Ah, okay. And big balls. And micro balls. <laughs> Marbles. I, ha- I have a regular penis that looks huge compared to my balls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the next note I wrote was just... Uh, what did, what were they t- I don't remember the context of it. It was like, somebody said, was he kind of Latino looking with acne scars? Oh, they were yeah. They were all talking about Edward James almost, but couldn't mention Edward James almost. But right. yeah, 
But I don't, they were saying someone looked like someone. Yeah, I, I don't remember the context. I just wrote the note. Yeah. And, like, the person they were describing... Oh, the, uh, John Lovitz. Oh, she, yeah. Because she was saying to her co-workers. Yeah, yeah like, oh, the uh, guy that used to work in the corner over yeah. there. And then we went on the date and, like... And they're like, somebody used to work in the corner? He, what, did he kill himself? Not yet. No, but he's just not there. Oh, she, she went on a date with him. Yeah, and so she's explaining who she went on the date with. Yeah, and everyone's and like, like trying to say, like, oh, him? like, you know, he used to work over in the corner. Like, yeah. next to that, and they're like, was somebody work over there? Like, yeah. Do you remember somebody over there? And they're like, <laughs> one of the girls just says, like, was he, like, kind of Latino looking with acne scars? Yeah, and then, then, they, then they're like, like in that movie where he's a teacher. I'm like, Edward James almost. <laughs> what a weird reference. Very weird. Also, it doesn't really look like John Lovitz. No, not at all. Yeah, at all. but I, I guess that was the joke. They were just like terribly describing yeah. Yeah, yeah. John Lovitz. Um, so here, here's the one that I said that I'm like, I don't know if Scott's going to hook, hook up on this one with me. <laughs> so it turns oh, out that the okay. woman that Philip Seymour Hoffman is obsessed with is Laura Flynn Boyle. And yes. I just wrote, Laura Flynn Boyle is so hot. I like Laura. Yo, no, no, okay. no, no, no fight on that. Right, good. No, you're glad, safe. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I feel like young Andrea Martin. <laughs> I'll fight you. That's a, that's a homely woman, start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> 1974 to present. But uh, no, Laura Flynn Boyle is great. I like her. Um. So, yeah. So he is trying to find her phone number so he can call her to jerk off to her. Yep. Uh, and ends up getting her phone number, calls her, and then panics. Yep. Um, and then we kind of get the reveal that, that Laura Flynn Boyle and the woman who went on the date with John Lovitz. Are sisters. And Dylan Baker's wife. Are all sisters. Are all sisters. Yeah. And the couple that wants that the older couple that the dad is leaving are their parents. Are their parents, yeah. Um, so now we're connected. So now we're all connected. So then, um, the so, the girl who went on the date with John Lovitz is a an ESL adult ESL teacher. Yeah. And the teachers are all on strike. But yeah, it's like the learning annex. The or learning whatever, annex, and or they're on strike, but she's a scab. Yeah, so she's a scab. And I loved the fact that she showed up to class to teach all of them, and then all of the foreigners turned yelled on her scab at her, and called her a scab. <laughs> very funny, even though they're the ones paying to learn English. Yeah, hey, they're very pro union, very pro union, very pro, very pro America. Yep. So yeah, I love that they were calling her a scab. <laughs> um. Then, uh, I don't know, the next thing I wrote is just Dylan Baker is the perfect pedo. <laughs> He's great. Uh, so I had, so, um, no, we'll get to that part in a sec. Uh, what did I have? I Oh, the, oh yeah. So at the learning attic, she, uh, she meets uh, Jared Harris, who yep. loves playing a Russian. Loves apparently. playing a Russian. Or yeah. like a Serbian or whatever the <laughs> fuck he was. Yeah, Jared Harris does Eastern Europe. Even though he's like... Irish, Irish, British, something. Yeah, yeah, but he likes what he likes, yep. and uh, yeah, and they have a fun little storyline where uh, they they go they go on like an impromptu date, and then they fuck, and then the next day uh, his uh, presumed uh, wife comes in and to class and beats the shit beats out her of up. her, yeah, and then uh, 
And then she goes back to their place to apologize. It's not his wife. It's just some bitch who's jealous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then they, they go out again and he uh, asks her to, <laughs> asks to borrow money. What did I write? I'm like, hey, we fucked once. Can I borrow $1,000? <laughs> uh, she gives him uh, $500. Uh, good compromise. Yeah. And, Meet uh, you in the middle. And uh, says, uh, you'll never pay me back. It's fine. Goodbye forever. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and that yeah. was kind of that storyline. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so Dylan Baker's kid has a friend who, and the friends. They play on the, base, they play on the baseball team together. They play on the baseball team together. And uh, the other kid's dad is the baseball coach. Yeah. And the other kid's dad is also uh, not even worried. He just knows his son is gay. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the guy's exact words are, my son's a fag. I know it. <laughs> And uh, then his thought was, uh, what if I got my gay 11-year-old son a hooker? Yeah, I, I wrote, <laughs> I, like a dad, I like a dad who's willing to let his 13-year-old son fuck a hooker. Yeah. Like, I, he can't be gay, but I will let him get molested by a hooker. Yeah, I will let him get statutory, statutory raped <laughs> by a hooker instead of being gay. Can't remember the specific instance for this, but I wrote uh, a lot of... Uh, There's probably the... Uh, the Jared Harris woman. I, I do remember her name. Uh, uh, Lara Flynn Boyle's uglier sister. Yeah. Uh, um, a lot of women bursting into tears in this movie. <laughs> I like it. P.S. Did not expect to see her boobs. No. But I was fine with it. Like and they were Here bad, we are. But... Uh, the Lara Flynn, the hot sister, is like some sort of author yeah. uh, slash bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Uh, she Like every sentence she says is a humble brag. Like, that's her... Yes. That's her vibe. Yes. Uh, and one thing I liked, she was talking about her writing, and like, oh, she was like criticizing her own writing. And she's like, if only I'd been raped as a child, then I'd know authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of raped as a child, Jer, uh, Dylan Baker's son's friend comes over for a sleepover. Yeah. Dylan Baker makes big old chocolate fudge sundaes with, I don't know, horse tranquilizer. Second movie that we've seen involving John Lovitz where there are tranquilizers in (laughs) In ice cream. Well, I think the other ones are milkshakes. Milkshakes. They're milkshakes. Still, ice cream. That is something. Tranquilizers in ice cream. Weird. (laughs) Uh,. Gives it to his kid, knocks the kid out cold. Unfortunately, wiener friend. Well, the whole point of the idea is to knock out everyone. Yeah. So he can can do as he pleases with the friend. Get to uh, business. Get the fourth base. As it were. And he's like, oh, you don't, uh, you don't want uh, hot fudge? He's like, no, I, I don't, I don't care for hot fudge because I'm, I'm fancy. He's like, can I, can I get you something? And, and his wife's like, it's, fu- it's fucking Just late. He doesn't need doesn't want food. And then weirdo kid is like, I can go for a tuna sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a tuna. And then he makes the kid a drugged tuna sandwich. And then the kid's like, actually, it's midnight. Yeah. Maybe I won't tomorrow. eat a tuna sandwich. And he's like, you know, but he's like in panic mode because he like, this is his one opportunity. Yeah. So he's like, well, I mean, it's probably not going to be very good tomorrow. Like, yeah. he'd probably want to eat it today because it's going to be bad. some tuna. <laughs> so he has, yeah, he takes a couple bites. And then uh, fast forward to the next morning. Fast forward to the next morning where the the kid is is not feeling great at breakfast. Uh, has a has a little puke on the on the breakfast table. Uh, asked to be driven home because he's not feeling well. Is driven home. Uh, it uh, continues not great. He uh, 
he uh, finds some, uh, in his words, blood in his BM. Blood in his BM. And uh, they uh, take him to the hospital to yeah. check him out. And uh, th- then they're they're asking the boy some some que- some probing questions. Uh, did uh, so, did anyone hurt you? Uh, did anyone touch you? And the kid's like, No, I don't. I don't think so. And then uh, his dad sort of uh, breaks the ice with a "You were fucking raped." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really hide it. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I believe right there is what prompted my uh, "oh dear" all caps. <laughs> uh, and then my very next note is "oh dear" again all caps <laughs> because uh, Dylan Baker gets word from his son that another friend, his uh, parents are out of town for a few days. Yep. And uh, he doesn't need a babysitter because the son was like, hey, the son, uh, noted weirdo, the son is like, if you guys died, like, would I be like, oh, no, or just if yeah. his dad, yeah, if you guys died, would I, would, like, would I be in charge I mean, here? Would I be the guy? Yeah. And he's like, well, no, you're like 11. Your, your aunts would help you. Yeah. You may, maybe when you're 13. And he's like, well, well, my, my friend is out, uh, is, is at home with, uh, with his parents out and, uh, and he's okay. And Dylan's like, oh, really? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got to. Uh, I got a I got a late uh, I got a late uh, work thing. Got to go by and just rapes the other kid. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. He's a serial rapist, but not before. Which, if I had to pick a favorite part of the movie, this one, uh, as he's en route to uh, his uh, second child rape in as many days, yep. he passes a "Watch for Children" sign. Watch for children. I was like, okay, movie. You're you're okay. You're wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> you're okay with me, movie. Yep. Uh, the only thing I think we glossed over was at one point when the son asked him, uh, like about penis size, and yep. then he was like, "Well, have, ha- haven't you ever measured it?" And he goes, "No." He's like, "Do you want? Do you me want to me measure to measure it?" it? And he's like, "No, no, I'm okay." He's <laughs> like, "Okay, okay." Um. And yeah, I guess the only the other thing we've missed is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Cam- Cameron Manheim Cameron steamroller. Manheim. <laughs> steamroller. <laughs> so she lives in his building. She also lives in his she's building. Ki- she's into him. She's, she's into him. She's feeling him. He and she is the only woman he is not into. Yes. Uh, she. They first meet, or at least have a substantial conversation by her telling. Him that the uh, the doorman was murdered and his penis was yep. ripped off, yep. and Philip's like, okay, well I Sick, I have to go make a couple jerk off calls. So unless there's anything else, uh, we'll talk to you later, I guess. Uh, and then they have a few more interactions, and it uh, it comes out that she murdered <laughs> the, <laughs> the doorman after a after a romantic tryst gone wrong. Yeah. And right before the tryst, I did make a note that because uh, it happened with him helping her with her uh, groceries up to her apartment, which I believe were exclusively ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, a good amount of ice cream. And then he, she, she, she exclusively shops at the Ben and Jerry's grocery. <laughs> yeah. And she offered him money, a, a tip or whatever. And he's like, no, no, but I would love a bit of ice cream. So and what I didn't like is when she's scooping him the ice cream, like I know it's it's easy scooping for the movie, but that ice cream is too soft. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. I'm it, like, I don't want that ice cream. It was milky. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like it. That's the only thing Creamy I didn't like. Soft in, serve. Only thing I didn't like. In like this when movie. I eat KFC. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and that, but then he gets aggressive and she snaps his neck. It's <laughs> crazy. And she's yeah, and then do her and Philip end up together like they Yeah, he like yeah. he he so he's he prank calls uh Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. And she's like weirdly into it. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, why don't you come down and do what you want to do?" Yeah. And he goes, "Oh boy." Oh, hmm. So he goes, uh, "Yeah, I guess." So he like goes down, he goes down, sits on the couch with her. Yeah. She like and puts her like, hand on his lap, and he's just sort of like, "Okay, well, now I'm not into I'm, this because you I'm want not it. into this." Yeah. Like I, I, I was only into it when you yeah. didn't want it. So then he goes upstairs to her apartment, Cameron yeah. Mannheim Steamrollers, and just knocks on the door, goes in, gets in bed with her, and then that's all we see. Yeah, they just lie in bed together. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she a murderer, him a pervert. Yeah. A match made in heaven. A match made in heaven. Um, so that leads to the worst thing that I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. You don't agree? It's up there. The conversation <laughs> with his own son? There's one line I really like. Yeah, I guess so, but, uh... <laughs> don't act like it's not a good line. So at first, the, the dad of the other kid finds out who did it, or figures out who did it, and yeah. calls him at the house. You're a dead man. And he just says, you're a dead man, and then hangs up the phone. Yep. And somebody has spray-painted a serial rapist on their side of their house. Yep. And so he kind of realizes that, like, well, he's fucked now, and uh, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows what happens. Yep. So the I, I just, the son comes up to him. It's time for a heart-to-heart. And asks him if he did it. And he says, yes. Yes. And then he just goes into the most graphic detail <laughs> about molesting his friend. And he's like, well, what was it like? And he tells him, like... It was great. It was great. Would you do it again? And then he's like, would you do it again? Yes. Yes. And then he goes... Starts cr- the kid starts crying. Yeah. And he goes, would you ever fuck me? And, and I audibly screamed. <laughs> his answer is flawless. His, his answer is insane. <laughs> no. No. I'd jerk off instead. <laughs> oh, my God. I wrote, wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I audibly screamed at it. <laughs> like, out loud in, like, terror and laughter. It's so good. Uh, police come and arrest him. Police come and arrest him. They they go to, like, I guess, visit or live with the grandparents. Yeah, they fast forward six months, I think. Yeah, they're in, like, Florida, I guess? Yeah, they're Del Boca Vista phase Del- two. Yeah. Um, and so they're, like, all inside having, uh, like, brunch or lunch. Mm-hmm. And the son is out on the patio uh, on the balcony uh, staring down at the poolside area of a, like... Uh, very leather-skinned older woman. But busty. Busty, uh, sunbathing. Yeah. And he is fully jerking off. And just, like, in full view for anyone yeah. to see. And if anyone looked up, And just see. a reminder, he's, like, 11 or 12. Yeah. And uh, he then, uh, he finishes. Uh, they show him shooting ropes. On the, on the on, railing. On the railing. And then he goes inside. And, and... that's the end of the movie. Oh. Unless. <laughs> he goes inside. The two best things in the world happen what, afterwards. What are the two best things that happen in the world? Well, I guess he comes in and, and makes the announcement that he made a come. I and I was like, come. good for you, buddy. But um, the, the family dog goes and licks the come off the railing. And then the family dog comes into the dining room where everyone is and kisses the mom. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. 
It all comes back. The, uh, you know, back to an angel's kiss. <laughs> yeah, that that the, that is a the, snowball. The dog snowballed. The boys come into his own mother. I wish I hadn't said it out loud. Now that I now that I say that, I don't love it. <laughs> Should we watch more movies by this director? He did Welcome to the Dollhouse, which is a which is another box art I remember always seeing and never renting, and not a ton of other big stuff. But after this, I do kind of want want to watch Welcome to the Dollhouse. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, it. if it's anything like this, then yes, a thousand oh, times yes. Absolutely. No. no, no. <laughs> I mean, well, this one uh, shorter than last week. Shorter. Pretty good. We're getting very professional. I think by next week we'll have just nailed it. Yeah, sure. I think we can. You know what? I think, <laughs> I think we can do next week in one part. What do you think? What do you think, Andrew? Sure. You feel good about that? Yeah, I feel good that we're going to do the next one in one. What do you part. think about this stance I'm taking? This posture. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. I don't like you. Get out of my house. Hmm. Get out of my house, Steve. Get out of my house. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you watch Happiness and feel as awful as we do. Do yourself a favor and watch Happiness. Uh, you've got exactly 24 hours to send us 50 bucks if you went in on the last one. And if you ever want me to watch The Great White Hype again, <laughs> it is your last chance. You're a one and only opportunity. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so pay, uh, paypal.me slash notscotthanson, notscotthanson on Twitter, Sarian Softpaws on Twitter, Sarian Softpaws on Letterboxd. Anything else? Nope. What else is good? What else is going on with you? What do you What do you want to talk about? No. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>